What is up, you guys? Welcome back to Sport Champs, episode 10, Street Champs exclusive sports podcast. We got Winnie behind the cam. We got Dave. We got our buddy Josh in here for our first guest ever on Sport Champs. And welcome, guys. Welcome. Episode 10, man. Started fast. We're already doing the damn thing. Yep. I feel like I just got here. And I'm like already in the damn weeds, dude. We're already doing it. Right. We're already we're already working hard. Ten aren't episodes, we? crazy. Ten episodes in. Yeah, thanks we're for going quick. Me. You guys are doing a great job with that. Watch Thank you, bro. Yeah, and then again, I want to introduce. Sure. This is our homie, good homie from fucking college, dude. We yeah, know you for so a long time. So I was a long time a roommate of his for years in college. Um, when like last um, Street Chance episode, we were asked. You asked like how we've changed since the pod, and I like. I referenced, like, you guys being some of my best friends, and I referenced my other best friend. Well, there you go. Had to get him involved. This dude knows more about sports than probably, like, All us, of us two combined. Like, uh, maybe Winnie, not Winston. Maybe not Winnie, but... I, I think Josh knows more than me. I think he uh, goes over more sports than I all of us. no life, so that's all I consume. Well, <laughs> this man was on, like, the Rev. Like, he gave us a shout-out in-game in college for mm. CSUP football. He shouted out Cody and I, like, yeah. on the radio, so... This okay. man's tried and true. Um, play-by-play, Division Two football. Starting his own podcast. Yeah, he did high school podcast. radio. He did everything. <laughs> He's been in it for a long time. Let's give a round of applause for the one and only Josh Steele. Josh yes, Steele. Plug him in, dude. Plug yourself, yeah, Josh. Yeah, introduce yourself, dude. Yeah, uh, Josh Steele. Uh, yeah, went to college for broadcasting, Division Two football, high school football, basketball. Friends with all three of these fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen you for a long time, dude. I know. Yeah. I know. Long live time in no Denver see. Now. Grew up in Pueblo, but live in Denver now. So hey, you loving it? How's oh, Denver? Denver, yeah. Yeah, treating you good. Don't miss Pueblo at all. Yeah, I mean, it's hard. It's hard to miss this town when yeah. you're living in a I better. I was driving bigger. here today. I'm like, nothing changes. In this yeah. <laughs> Other than the uh, podcasting game, that's one thing that changes exactly, around yeah. here, you're and uh, it's because of the one and only street champs do not forget to subscribe guys top of the hour subscribe please we are really really pushing for a thousand subscribers you're probably going to see a lot of us pushing for it on our social medias so press subscribe that's one thing that we we really need it's free to you guys uh, any of you guys watching right now this is a free thing to help out the podcast so hit subscribe hit subscribe welcome to sport champs should we just jump right in we got our exclusive guest in i think we should hit some news i didn't really honestly write down a lot we could kind of go off of what we all know right now. One thing I did want to start with, um, because I don't really have too min- too much basketball news, we could start with Donovan Mitchell uh, being traded to the Cavs. Huge. Uh, yeah. Crazy. That's, it's a huge thing. That's uh, definitely one thing I had to put down on here. Oh, yeah. I, don't really, I can't really think of any other crazy basketball news that happened other than that. No, so what happened Monday was... So for the longest time, the Knicks and the, uh, the Jazz were talking about trading for Donovan Mitchell... Donovan Mitchell has like connections to New York, so everybody assumed he was going to go to the Knicks. Well, what happened was the Knicks were just tired of the Jazz like declining their offers. Mm. So the Knicks said, "All right, here's the deadline. You take it by Monday night. If not, we're extending R.J. Barrett." Jazz like, "No, you know, we don't want your offer." R.J. Barrett extended R.J. Barrett. Knicks are like, "All right, good luck finding another offer." A couple days later, the Cavs traded for R.J. Barrett. People said the the Cavs had kind of like they made an offer, didn't take it. So that they were just kind of like, okay, we're out of this. And then last minute, they're just like, you know, well, how about, you know, you take this offer? 
Damn. Okay. Cavs are pretty good now. Cavs yeah, I was about to say that. How, how are they standing now? Who they all have? They're looking pretty good. Darius Garland. They got Donovan Mitchell. They got Mobley. Um, what are some other players they got? Yeah, Mobley, Jared Allen. Uh, Jared Allen. Karis Levert's not great, but he's coming off the bench. Uh, Shetty Ozmi, Ozman. The the thing that I like about Donovan Mitchell going to the Cavs is that one, it helps the Cavs out so much because so many times last year. Darius Garland was just like dribbling the hell out of the ball, just like okay, I have to set up the offense for everybody in this lineup. Mm. Now he's got Donovan Mitchell to help set up that offense, and you got two guards to kind of work. And the one knock on Donovan Mitchell's is defense. Defense is terrible, <laughs> but you got Jared Allen and Evan Mobley, two of the best defensive bigs in the league now, to cover him. So mm. guys are gonna blow past Donovan Mitchell. That lineup is great. They're all under twenty five. Yeah, that's a great deal. By okay, guess. man. The question is, though, like, yeah, it's a great team, but the question is, will Donovan Mitchell stay in Cleveland? Okay, because yeah. he, uh, he's got like a two-year, two years left on his I deal? I believe he has two years left on his deal. His family's from New York. Uh, his dad works for the New York Mets, and they live there, and he's a Mets fan, so that's why there's been connections to New York. Kind of wants a big market, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. I think it's the right gamble because you're getting draft picks, unprotected draft picks from the Cavs, but like they have Evan Mobley and they have all these young stars. It's not like they're going to be bad. Yeah, they're so. almost guaranteed to make the playoffs in the East. Better the than the Nuggets? Years. Are they better than sitting no. better than the Nuggets? Uh, no. As long as the I Nuggets are healthy. As long as the Nuggets are healthy, right. are, are the Cleveland Cavaliers a title contender? No. They're I a 50 win so team right now. I don't think yet. I think Evan Mobley's a year or two away. Okay. Um, yeah, I. The thing is, is like you hear people like, well, I mean, is Evan Mobley going to guarantee you a championship? Like, no. Like that yeah. trades don't do that. Donovan Mitchell is not a number one star. He's not a number one option on an NBA team for a championship team. But like, there's like seven of those guys any given season that yeah. are actually the number one option. So I think it's a great option, and you hope Evan Mobley's that number one. Gotcha. I got a question for you I guys. Like that. How do you guys feel about um, Sexton? The point that they traded, that they drafted originally. I, I like Colin Sexton. He's not very good offensively, but he's a really good defender. And he's like, I think he's going to be the next Patrick Beverly. Like, he's yeah. that type of, like, okay. harassing I like, I like player. And he's like, he's the type to punch you in the dick. He's that type of dude. <laughs> yeah. He very much has the, the same nuts. body type as Beverly. It's <laughs> yeah. uh, just, like, that smaller guard who's, I think it's just all effort from him. Yeah, but yeah. I think his stats are overblown, and I think you saw that with nobody wanting to sign him. Was he was kind of one of those guys of like good starts in a bad team. So, mm. gotcha. Not really sure why the Jazz wanted him. Good though. shit, man. Any other NBA news that we have? I think that was it, really, huh? For like this week, pretty, pretty much uh, it. Pretty yeah, much yeah, it. Quiet, all quiet until uh, preseason. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it. I guess it's Go kind ahead. of NBA adjacent news. We originally had talked about the um, Adrian Peterson boxing bout, and on that same card. Swaggy P is boxing Blueface. Hmm. So Nick, interesting. Nick Young. Swaggy P is Nick, Nick Young. Young. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've definitely heard that name before. Put a face to it, probably not. Um, but I've definitely heard the name before. Some of his yeah. most viral moments were like when he played for the Lakers. Like there's a moment where he goes to shoot a three thinking he makes it, turns around, goes like that, bricks it all crazy. Yeah, like, like rimmed out. He had a moment where him and like the team were celebrating and they were on like an eight-game losing streak and then Kobe was just sitting over there scowling at him like, how dare you? Like, <laughs> Isn't Blueface too busy fighting his lady? 
I think she's. I think she's his um, sparring partner. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> they train together, obviously, just in public. <laughs> That's about it, though, as far as uh, moving on to a lighter-hearted story. How about uh, Stefan Diggs being an awesome man, helping out the kids of Buffalo, man, gearing them up for the next year? School, man, handing out backpacks, gift cards, all that. I feel like I wanted to put that in here because I feel like we don't see that enough of um, these high-level players, you know. That's some um, Walter Payton Man of the Year stuff right there. That's dope. Facts, man. I mean, it's the little things. And you I, know, I think Justin Simmons won Walter Payton Man of the Year last year. Uh, did he? No, no? he wasn't nominated for it. Oh, but he yeah, was nominated. Justin Simmons is like always nominated. The Broncos won the overall team award for the most contributions. Gotcha. That's nice. Yeah, That's gotcha. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like that. Great. Yeah, when players do that, and it's like yeah. I've heard it to where you know reporters have said it. It's like whether it's helping out the kids or the you know. The neighborhood, even if it's just like giving an autograph, like that's the easiest thing you can do, and you have a fan for the rest of your career. Like yeah, that forever. kid to be like, oh, even if you're like some bench guy, like oh, that guy gave me an autograph, I'm gonna support him the rest of his career. Yeah, dude, it's the easiest yeah. thing you can do, and you claim it on your taxes, so it's a win-win. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Winston's thinking, dude. Money. Winston is thinking. Charitable donations. <laughs> yeah, like that. I, exactly. I just think we need to see that more, and uh, may, maybe not it. even just the sports world, just kind of everywhere, man. Like I strive to be like that great. Facts. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, speaking of greatness, Russell Wilson getting an extension with the Broncos for I don't even know how much money two hundred and sixty some million. Oh my god! Five year extension. Yeah. Five years. He's already on a two year. He hasn't even touched the field. Yeah. So this is um. That's intense. My my two cents on this is as far as the quarterback market goes, this is what it is. Like you have this is to be expected, especially with like Russ, who's like an assumed top five quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Top of the line. So because of that, like in, with the woes that the Broncos have experienced since losing Peyton Manning and that Super Bowl Fifty win, they they know like we're we're not gonna do a band aid quarterback. That's all we've ever done. And now they, that they don't have a band aid quarterback, the the market is just getting really crazy. Like these guys are getting paid, and so it's a, it's really an insurance policy. And mm. like in my in my opinion, they're doing it to protect the future. They they don't want to risk losing him because like let's say he wants. He's to, good for a while still. Yeah, yeah, he still got it. He's and looking at Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers and these forty year olds who are winning MVPs and Super Bowls like. That age is just going to reflect a n- like a number at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? They just get wiser and less athletically dependent on their ball game. So mm. one, one thing to expect, though, is um, there's going to be a lot of people who are critiquing this, who are saying, like, why'd you pay him? He hasn't made the field because you made that comment. I was going to say he hasn't touched the else, yet. Someone else will. So yeah. Not this year, but, like, if Russ doesn't that, have this insurance so? policy oh, yeah. on I his last two years, that. like, if the Broncos didn't do it this year, they would have had to pay him more next year because Lamar's going to get paid. Mm. And what, like Lamar is about to be the most paid quarterback of all I, time. We should talk about that after Russell Wilson. I think we should talk about that. What do you think that. about that, Josh? No, I, I agree. Somebody's going to pay it. I mean, we saw Deshaun Watson coming off, you know, 24 sexual assault cases. <laughs> <laughs> got a fully guarantee. And I think that's another part of the story is that Kyler Murray just got paid. Russell Wilson got paid. Neither of them got fully guaranteed deals. And the Browns gave Deshaun Watson a fully guaranteed deal. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cleveland going Cleveland. Yeah. Cleveland's rolling up on the bench, dude. They yeah. don't give a fuck. <laughs> they dude. don't care at They've all. They've pulling out the fucking dro, dude. That was apparently just a bag of seeds. I read. Oh, okay. But the fact <laughs> that it's the Browns, it's like you have to question it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like. Did maybe. someone like Photoshop it or what? I don't think it was a Photoshop. It, it was just. Like it. How the fuck does a yeah. bag of seeds look like nugs, it dude? Like, it yeah. looks like weed, bro. <laughs> yeah. like, y'all tell me it's not, but I don't believe that. <laughs> I don't believe that that's, bullshit. That's, that's, that's what I would say. That's yeah. some shit I would say. I'd be like, yeah, that was some sunflower seeds pickle, boy. Yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Damn. 
All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, I mean. No, I think he deserves it. He deserves it. He's going to be, what, like 38 when the contract's uh, over? I think he'll be 40. 40. So if you 40. count the two years, it's two years he has left on his deal and then a okay. five-year extension. So only yeah, 40 sh- at the end. He's with the Broncos forever. Seven years. He he's going to retire. He said he wants to play 10 and 12 years. So Wow. I, I mean. I could see him like doing it. Like Dave was just saying, like quarterbacks, the way they put money into their bodies now, we're seeing him play forever. Forever. He yeah. is. Only had one injury, and that was last year, and that was his thumb. Now, does he do better with the Broncos than he did with the Seahawks? Well, the offensive line is better, and the the his biggest complaint with Seahawks was, so he had that slogan, let Russ cook, and it was because Pat, Pete Carroll didn't let him. Like, they would run the ball first and second down, and then, like, hey, Russell Wilson bail is out. Like, now with wow. the new offensive coordinator, new head coach, they're building the offense around whatever Russell Wilson wants to do. So he's, he's going to fire all around. That's all pretty fire. Yeah. Basically, Tom at, Brady method. At the one yard line, the Broncos are running the ball. Like yes. the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> fucking better. <laughs> what would you do if they did that shit again, but for <laughs> us? If dude. we lost a Super Bowl with the same scenario, we're trading Russell Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm demanding Bye. a trade. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good news, wow. though. Good news. Uh, speaking of uh, football news, though. Um, Purdue football player. Did you guys see this? Uh, Chris Jefferson, uh, the hero of the team's defense, doing a pick six, turning it into a puke six, yep. ran that bitch back for a goddamn touchdown, and yeah. then uh, left a good old pile of puke on the fucking field, dude, <laughs> after mean, that shit. I, he was running hard, dude. Yeah. That'd be me, dude. Have y'all puking. ever puked after running Yeah, really yeah, hard? dude. Yeah, dude. Bruh. Terrible. <laughs> it's the worst, dude. I did a basketball <laughs> practice one time. I had a bunch of egg rolls before. Yeah. Egg Rolls? Dude, you chose egg yeah. rolls, Winston? Dude, soy sauce. No, it was actually. Winston's like soy sauce adds an inch to your vert. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was terrible, bro. Oh, no, so some, I I feel him for sure. Some replacement stuff like eating the hard boiled eggs before. Oh my! In that movie. Yeah, it wasn't on the floor. It was in the in the lobby. But no, yeah, it was it was bad. Or the the um, former NFL player turned WWE. His last name was like Draws or something like that. <laughs> He was known, they called him the puke on the field. And you can look up highlights. He would go to, like, grab people to block and just projectile vomit in their face. Not on purpose. Mm. It just, he couldn't help it. God, he had Donovan dude. McNabb puking, like, coming out of a huddle. Like, <laughs> right before he's lined up under center in the Super Bowl. This yeah. has nothing to do with sports. <laughs> When's the last time you puked? Um, It's been a minute, honestly. Last time you puked? Oh, a few years, yeah. Food last time you puked? Um, Your wedding night. I knew it! I knew it! Let's go, Winston! Yo, last time I puked, not last weekend, weekend before. Oh, right, shit. Derek? That's what I'm talking about, dude. We had McDonald's here, dude. Went into the bars, drinking, dude. I got home, I was chilling, laying in bed, dude, and then I was just like, I feel weird. Uh, and then, boom, got up, puked like three times, fucking rallied uh, to bed, dude. <laughs> bro, those dude, cold, he puked too. Those right, cold, Derek? Nah. Let's go, dude. Yeah, we're puking, dude. That's what happens. Feeling. We just drank a little too much, you know? That's what happens. Those just, cold sweats afterwards are the best. Well, I kind of felt weird, like, on the ride home, dude. Like, I was like, mm. <coughs> doesn't help you like, ride right as long kinda, as yeah. fuck. The feeling before is, like, the worst, right before you yeah. throw up. But then after... Oh, you're just like, great. oh, you're cash, dude, yeah. right after that, yeah. As soon as you got in bed, too, it's like, you're like, I'm good, I'm good, lay down, Yeah, so I'm probably the most spinning. recent, dude. Yeah, I was the most recent. And I even did the trick, like, you know when you're spinning, like, you lay on the bed, and then you have one foot on, on the, ground. the ground? That's on how the... you do it. It didn't work, dude. And I, that's how I knew. I was like, ah, okay, so this isn't working. This is more than... No, you stay on the ground. This is more than spins. So I was like, okay, I'm getting up and going to the fucking bathroom. 
Boom. This is more than spin. Yeah. I was like, this is fucking bullshit. Like, like I shouldn't be feeling like yeah, this. Yeah, like shouldn't be feeling down. this. All right, moving on. Uh, what else do we have on here, man? I've kind of hit all the topics other than kind of big topic. Jake Paul rumored to fight Anderson Silva next. Yeah, that'd be lit. That, uh, wow. He's losing. I mean, he's got some balls. I'll Jake bet. Paul has balls, I'll dude. bet on that one. I'll bet on that one. And I'm bet betting that. all Anderson yeah. Silva. That mm-hmm. motherfucker has hands. He could still box. He's old. That's the thing. Jake is younger, you know. But Anderson is still explosive, man. And he's a. I would say he Anderson, took out uh, Julio Cesar Chavez uh, Jr. Junior, dude. So like, Anderson's a bigger he's a man. Legit man. Anderson's kind of the like. He may not be taller, but Anderson cut weight to make 185 for his middleweight career. If he's cutting weight to 185, they cut um, to like 190 for the boxing bouts. <laughs> Anderson is just not somebody to play with. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're playing, you're having fun, dude, and then one second change, dude. Like, Anderson is just, uh, he's not the one. I, I feel like Jake Paul has the balls. This is going to sell really, really big. Oh, for sure. But I this might be his last big hurrah because we might see Anderson taking him out fast, big, like I, cold, knocking the, him out cold. Like Anderson's a fucking cold-blooded killer. We've all seen it. Bro, like, bro, imagine this. Picture but this. what if Jake Paul does it? Hold on, no, no let's, oh not, let's not even humor that. Let's not I wouldn't even, even humor that. Just let's just reminisce about Anderson Silva, Forrest Griffin. Now just put a YouTuber in there. That's what I'm saying, man. Somebody who's only been fighting for under five years, like versus a man can, who had like f- fifteen title fights or some ha, shit. Ha, yeah, he has the record. He has yeah. the record. No, wait, no. John Jones has the record. Well, John Jones. John Jones has goat. fifteen uh, title fight wins. Mm-hmm. Let me make um, the case though that if he loses, I mean, assuming he's going to lose, yeah, it Jake might Paul? be the best. Jake Paul? Yeah, yeah, correct, okay. yeah. Okay. It might be the best thing for his career. Like you, can it really say, will be. Like, if he gets his ass beat, or even if he just loses Fought a close one, Silva. you can be like, okay, well, he can say like, okay, like now my hype train is done. Now I can fight some real boxers. Now you can be legit, good at this instead of just looking for the biggest ticket sales. Mm-hmm. You see, but that's why he's doing it, it man. Correct, yeah. yeah. But he could. He's... You could say that he could pivot if he's smart about it and could pivot and try and be a real boxer now by fighting real boxers and building out a career now. Mm-hmm. If he does lose like that, yeah. If he wins. Oh my if, god! If Jake Paul wins, oh my god. no one is going to pay to see him against a non-threat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like I, I honestly think that is as, as Anderson Silva is a big test. That Rahman Junior fight that we are never going to get to see. Thank God. Thank God, yes. But I genuinely like. I I don't think at the end of the day, Jake Paul wanted that bout. I think he that was yeah, that was him. the fill in. He wanted to make sure that they didn't lose that card, and that was plan like C. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's why all the like circumstances around it was like take it or leave it contract, no pay per view points. But like Jake, like Jake Paul was gonna get a real real boxer that time. If you ask me, if you if I'm Jake Paul, I'm fighting KSI. If you, if you, I don't know if you guys seen that recently. KSI fought twice. two guys, two tomato cans, one night, knocked both of them out. One of them being a, a fellow uh, rapper, YouTuber, yeah, or whatever, Swarms, and then the other one being a legit boxer, but like the the, the worst fucking yeah, like he, had my he like wa- was waving like it was it was it was sad. Um, so I think that would be I if I was Jake Paul, why wouldn't you go for the best? If you ask me, KSI versus Jake Paul is the bigger money fight. Yeah, you're probably going to make more money. Making more money. Internationally. And Jake Paul's going to win that fight, if you ask me. KSI can fight. He can box. But he is not on the level of Jake Paul. He beat Logan Paul. He dropped him many times. That was how long ago? And, like, they weren't even... That was so long ago. Like, that wasn't even a... 
But they were they were so green. They were so green. It's, Jake Paul has been training for years now. It's kind since of what that. he wants to do. It, does he want to be a real boxer? or Does he just want a, the biggest paychecks? Not I would just do fights. big paychecks. Why yeah, would I mean, you yeah. be a real boxer? Why? I mean, why? What's the point? What is it? What is in it for him to do real boxing? I think he just enjoys it, honestly. I, and it, I think I he does too. I, I really do. It like, it's I a think, passion thing, but like, if it's just for the love of the game or the love of the sport, then I understand trying to be a real boxer. But if he just enjoys it, you can be making big paychecks and just knocking out the biggest names. That and right not there, threatening. Enjoy it. You know? Make your money now. Fight all these cool, awesome test fights later, man. Make yeah. your money now. Fight Anderson later. Fight KSI now. Because if you lose to Anderson, KSI is just gonna fucking make fun of you for losing. Um, like you're, it. Why, why would you taint your? I don't want to say legacy because it's not a legacy, but why would mm-hmm. you taint your product like that? I want to see. I mean, not to tangent off too bad, but I I heard a rumor that they wanted a, like a what's his name Andrew Tate versus Logan Paul fight. That ain't gonna happen. Or Jake Paul. He got canceled. Andrew Tate doesn't even have a that fucking was pre, Twitter. That was pre canceling. Yeah, though. I will caveat Logan that. Logan yeah, Paul so said on his podcast, happen. they neither of them will platform him again. Yeah, it's not, not gonna happen ever. Yeah, yeah because of the they canceling. said after like his messaging and stuff came out and like his whole thing that he stands for. It's uh, not. Good. I think Logan Paul said on his podcast, they're just not gonna platform him. So yeah, which I I wouldn't hold my breath on. But pre cancellation that was a. Like tw- uh, Twitter rumor, yeah. yeah. So, so who would we want to see other than Anderson Silva? Like who could KSI. Jake? Well, but as far as real boxers, real competition, mm. who could Jake Paul go against that we would be us? You know, who would be who would we be more hyped for? Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz. Yeah. You'd be more hyped than Anderson Silva. Oh yeah, yeah, really. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's the bigger fight. Okay, because Nate Diaz is a way better. Ah, I don't want. I kind of want to be the, speaking loosely. Nate, Nate Diaz is the more. He's more toward boxing. More Anderson, heavy. I mean, Anderson Silva is one of the most elite strikers in the entire world. He throws in MMA, but Nate Diaz is a fucking bona fide boxer. And I think for the more casual started. sports fans, Nate Diaz. Is a Nate Diaz pool. is a bigger I pool. So. I mean, uh, if you compare Nate Diaz, how many people know Nate Diaz compared to how many people know Anderson Silva? Nate Diaz is going to get that cake. You think yeah. so? Yes. If I you look at yes. pay-per-view kind of, buys alone. He's, he if you look at pay-per-view buys and, and personality, he was the guy who beat Connor. Anderson yeah. Silva was the goat at one at one point. To you to UFC fans, yeah. to, know, to MMA yeah. lovers, but yeah. to the casual fans that just right. know sports, they know Nate Diaz as the guy that beat Connor. That's that's it. Yeah, but Nate Diaz hasn't fought anyone in the doesn't past matter. Like five doesn't years, matter, right? Dude, smoking doobies at the press conference. He, you know what I mean? He's like, like he's Marshawn the per- Lynch now. Marshawn he's the personality Lynch is a man. legend off the field now. So. Yeah, and but, if we're if we're looking strictly at numbers, Nate Diaz is definitely selling Anderson under the table. And if, if we're, if we're yeah. talking um, dollars, because Nate Diaz, especially in a boxing bout, Nate has been in the UFC so long because he got in at the Ultimate Fighter, and like he's been fighting so long that he's made other than um, other than Connor, Ronda, and Brock Lesnar, Nate has made more money than every UFC fighter that's ever stepped in that octagon. Just from the longevity yeah. and the pay, and like to think about when he fought on Fox against Benson Henderson for the lightweight belt, and he didn't even want to take that fight because. They initially negotiated him making um, it was just two hundred for the fight and two hundred if he wins, so two hundred, so four hundred thousand dollars. He went back to his um, agent, renegotiated, and then he got way more money. And that was the beginning of, I would say, the legacy as the modern day fans know as Nate Diaz because he didn't win that fight, 
But ever since that fight, he's just been in money fights and he's been in a must-see TV person. He's the second best-selling fighter ever in UFC history behind Conor. So reeling back gotcha. after that too. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. That's good. That's it's good. It, just to reel back after that, I would equate that to Nate Diaz selling the fight. He would sell the fight more than Anderson would too. Anderson's going to do this, bro, and yeah. fucking shake his hand and hug him like he's not. Yeah. Like Nate Diaz Anderson is going to be like, "Fuck you. You're not a fighter. <laughs> like you're I'm going to show you what the fuck fighting like, you know what I mean? Like Nate Diaz is going to sell that fight." I me personally, I would rather see Anderson Silva versus Jake Paul than Nate Diaz. For Jake the Paul, personally. For a win sake or just for entertainment? Just sake. for entertainment. Like do you Anderson think it's going to be Silva? the better fight or what? Like why? Um, I just Anderson Silva's. It's like, Anderson Silva's. He's a legend. just like to me. I don't know. Top tier, in prime. Anderson Silva is just fucking second best he's, fighter. He's goaded to me. Like it's just I don't know. He's at a different level than mm-hmm. what I I've think, seen. I think it ends probably better. The fight will be Silva. better, but I think what it ends at is: Do Jake Paul fans know Anderson Silva more than Nate Diaz? Yeah, no. probably not. No. Yeah. So now in Brazil, that's the money, and we're talk we're talking money here. This is a this isn't a boxing fight. Yeah, that's yeah. going to be the better fight. This is money. This yeah, is yeah. for yeah, show just, entertainment right. money. Well, I would see rather. Yeah, see yeah. I would. I honestly kind of agree with you, dude. I'd rather see Anderson. Well, I think just a, just to test because that's the. I think that's the bigger test. Nate Diaz is a great fight, and it's the bigger fight to make, and it's probably the more explosive, more more entertaining one. But the bigger test is Anderson because yeah. Anderson. Yes. Is, I, he's a better striker than Nate Diaz, in my opinion. I agree. Better boxer? I don't know. But better striker? Oh, well, they're just boxing, I mean, 15 right? title yes, fights. I mean, what are we boxing. talking about? Or gotcha. 13 or whatever. I forgot what it was. I think 15. I forgot. And then let's not forget, not that it matters. Like, MMA math doesn't equate to boxing math, and that shit doesn't work. But Anderson, technically it was a no contest for weed, but Anderson did beat Nick Diaz in a five-round unanimous decision. He did. Remember, that, that took place That we fight was college. a weird fight, though. That Nick was like a show down. fight. Yeah, they were laying down and... He was, he was standing against the cage. Nick didn't want to fight. You could tell he was just getting paid. All right. So that being said, though, Anderson Silva or Jake Paul, who are you picking? Andy. Yeah. Anderson. How, how old is Anderson Silva? Like 40, Anderson Silva's like 42, up there. 45. He's up there. Here, let me let me double check for you. I don't know. I I wouldn't be surprised if Jake Paul won, but I'm oh man, I would, dude. I would be so. <clears throat> Because we've seen Anderson get knocked out before, yeah. But they're, these guys aren't nobodies; these are murderers. Like yeah, for, it for to, sure, he's forty-seven. Yeah, oh, he's pretty old. He's up Damn. there, yeah. But he knocked out, TKO'd Julio Caesar uh, uh, Chavez Jr. Julio Caesar Chavez Jr. The old champion in yeah. in real boxing, a uh, real box. How long ago was that? Like two years? Not two even years two ago. years. A year ago. Yeah, it was like a year ago. Yeah, yeah. his last boxing fight. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. We'll see. I, it's I hard know. to kind of, yeah. It's, I haven't, we haven't seen Jake Paul go against really anyone that's good. So the, I mean, he fought Tyrone Woodley. We can't say. <laughs> Tyrone Woodley was a, a reigning champ. He was, but he has multiple knockouts in the UFC, so it's like hard to say that. Removed. He knocked out Robbie Lawler, man. But he's a more of a ground and pound guy. Like, right? Yeah, he Didn't knocks, you knock out Robbie Lawler? Yeah. He, knocked he knocked out, out guy, Robbie Lawler. That's a, big th- that's a big deal. But when you're MMA, there's like, you have to there's watch. There's so many. You, you have, have to watch for the, you know, the shoe. So like, that's your hands down. And then yeah, you know right. it's there's so many things with MMA. So well, a 47 year old now, now that Silva. now that we realize that um, I w- still want to see, but caveating the age, I would ten times rather see Nate because if 
if Jake beats Anderson, he just beat a 47-year-old former champion. Another. So here's another. Person, I don't think that matters. Another person who's like I guess old, but another worthy opponent of Jake that we could reference who had Twitter beef with him. My thing is um, add it to the cap, dude. Add that bro, feather to the cap. So if like he that's. Okay. Whether he fights Anderson or not, or boxes Anderson or not, could you imagine? And they had Twitter beef, um, uh, Michael Bisping. They they talked about it. I don't think it would ever happen. But I think, I think it's, Bisping would kick his ass. So Michael Bisping, one, him? would probably kick his ass with one eye. How tall is Bisping? He He's a, a big guy. He He's fought, fought at 205. He was champion at 205. Yeah, like 6'2", 6'3". Oh, was he champion yeah. at 205? No, yeah. he's 185. 185. He, he won the yeah. ultimate fighter at 205. He's so much bigger than Jake Paul, isn't he? He's bigger. He's bigger. He's bigger. He's... Definitely the better striker. And he has hands. He's he knocked out Luke Rockhold. Like yeah. that's big, and Luke Rockhold knocked out Chris Weidman, who knocked out Anderson Silva. I mean, MMA math doesn't work. Doesn't no. This yeah. is rock it, paper it's still it's still something to consider. Um, okay, moving on though. Um, I kind of want to talk about the Dana White contender series. I'm the only one who talked about it, but I just want to go over the results real quick, just because it was another good week. All five fighters got contracts again. Um, one of them being a decision, a decision win. Um, so let's go over this real quick. Third straight week, all five winners get UFC contracts. That's a big deal, if you ask me. Oh, yeah? Um, the main event was the biggest knockout for sure, but let me go over who won and what it was. <clears throat> so first fight we had, we had Blake Builder defending uh, or defeating uh, Alexander Morgan via submission in the first round. Three minutes and 15 seconds, rear naked choked his ass. It was a good fight. Um, Alexander Morgan was the favorite. He was the bigger guy. He was the... Arguably one of the better fighters coming out of, I think, Canada. Um, and Blake Builder, I think, dropped him and then choked him out. Um, it was a good fight. Uh, I Again, n- none of these guys watched the Dana White Contender Series. I actually missed it this week, and then I watched it the next day. Um, moving on after that, we had Victoria Dudakova defeating Maria Silva, another underdog defeating the um, favorite. Uh, she won by unanimous decision, 29-28, 29-28, unanimous decision, all the way through, all three. Um, and she got the contract, too, which was kind of like everybody's like, oh, if you ever go to a decision on Dana White Contender Series, you're probably not going to get a contract. She got a contract here, and it's because it was a really good fight. Um, she was the underdog. She was the smaller fighter, um, and she dominated her the whole fight. So Dana was honestly hype on her. This is probably the most I've ever seen Dana hype on a decision win through the Dana White Contender Series. Moving on after that, we got uh, Mateusz Rebecki taking on Rodrigo Lidio. And Lidio got submitted first round. Kind of the same thing as Blake Builder and uh, Alex Alexander Morgan. But Rebecki literally f- fucked him up. Like he, he was fucking him up the whole time. Rodrigo had like a seven-inch reach on him. God damn. And dude kicked him right. Dude kicked um, uh, Rebecca right in the forehead. Mm. And Rebecca just literally took him down after that. Walked right through it, took him down, and then just fucking smashed him and submitted him by <laughs> rear naked choke in the first round. Um, and Dana, Rebecca was um, the guy that Dana was most hype on. He was like, dude is crazy. He's savage. He just walked right through it. What did he call him? He gave him a nickname. He called him. Um, Rabisti. That's that's the name he called. He gave him. If you get a nickname from Dana White on Dana White Contender Series, you're gonna get a contract. You know what I mean? Uh, moving on after that, we had arguably one of my new favorite fighters, um, Sadikaris uh, Dumas, defeating uh, Matej Penas uh, via submission first round. And this uh, Sadikus guy is—he um, literally looks like a giant soldier boy. Mm-hmm. Like he's like a giant. Take soldier boy, make him like fucking giant as fuck. Um, 
and actually a man. Oh, yes. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy would watch this shit and be like, fuck this dude. He would be the type to do that. All right. But uh, so, yeah, I want to say this dude's one of my favorite uh, new fighters. So he guillotine choked this guy in 47 seconds of the first round. And he was coming off of like five knockouts or so, four knockouts or something like that. Um, this guy came from the streets. <laughs> he, he's, he has a really hard story. You know what I mean? He's gotten shot eight times. Survived Jesus that. Christ. Yeah, survived that. Um, he was in a car with a with all of his uh, three. So we're in a car, right? <laughs> car gets shot fifty seven plus times. God damn. He gets shot eight times. All three of his other homies die. Dude's been fighting for four years. That's crazy. And he's now in the UFC. Um, dude's a savage. I really suggest you guys go watch that fight. Dude is dude is a fucking savage. Like, definitely one of my favorite fighters. Has a really good personality. Great on mic huge he's fucking huge like guy is just a big dude zz i swear if you jump up there <laughs> moving on after that we got yasuka kinoshita out of japan defeating uh jose henrique another smaller fighter fighting a fighter that's like at, at least i think four inch four inch reach advantage over him knocked him out or tko'd him in the third round 43 seconds after a really brutal fight i suggest you guys go watch that fight as well because that was a good fight Really good to Dana White Contender Series. I do believe all of them deserve those titles. Anybody that's questioning watching Dana White Contender Series, definitely go watch that last week because uh, it was it was amazing. Uh, I'm enjoying the fuck out of the the series this season. I think they're on the sixth season of Dana White Contender Series. Um, let's not forget that's where we found a lot of great fighters like Terrence McKinney and like um, ZZ. Goddamn you. Okay, I'm so short, I can't even grab it. Oh, nice. You that barely was almost got that. so bad. You Odell yeah. Beckham caught that bitch. Oh my god, that was fingertips. Yeah, seriously. Uh, so it was a really good Dana White contender series. Definitely one of my favorites this week. Um, last week was really good too. ZZ's an asshole, and I definitely suggest anybody go check that out. Um, moving on from that, man. Oh, fuck, I forgot to hit the fucking soundbite before I started talking about Dana White contender series. Let me hit. Let me hit it real quick. Fuck! I have to reopen it. Um, when's the last Dana White Contender series you watched? Um, and have you ever watched one? I don't think I you've not, ever watched no. one. Yeah, they're really good, man. They're 70 percent finish rate. Just so you guys know, yeah. on on all of those fights, it's pretty good. Pretty crazy, man. You said you watched one fight, right, Dave? Um, when I re- like, I got the notification after one of the um, like knockouts or whatever. And you were like, "Oh fuck!" And yeah, and those notifications are not. I mean, it's hard to remember. It's on a Tuesday. You're it's like, on Tuesday. Fuck? It's only on ESPN <laughs> Plus. So, you about to hit that sound bite? Let's get it. Should have hit that earlier. Yeah. I'm gonna hit it one more time just for fucking you know courtesy flush. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You gotta hit a courtesy flush. Now it's time to talk MMA. ZZ is such an asshole, bro. That's <laughs> right. Um, so I really like what the the product of the Contender Series is bringing, mm-hmm. but I have, um, I speculate because I don't know if you've been in, um, seen the recent news. A bunch of fighters have been getting cut recently, including like, I, like so I follow like, a like, thing on Twitter that says so who like, gets cut and who doesn't. The most significant one, Wu Yunan, bye bye, not in the UFC Woo? anymore. Wu's cut, Woo's Shane cut. in the UFC no more. Um, Figueroa's. <laughs> He's so sad over it. Figgy's brother, who just won, cut, cut, bye. It's like you're the brother of a champion, and you just won your last fight. Gone. But let's not forget, Brandon Moreno was cut from the UFC, came back, he won a LFA. bunch of fights, went, went to LFA. LFA, won a bunch of fights, came back, won a bunch of fights. 
won the title and is now forever known as a champion. Anything's possible, Wu. Keep your dreams alive. <laughs> <laughs> now Winston can't bet on you anymore. I'll find a way. He'll find be in the a UFC. way. I'll bet on. Way. Always bet but, um, on Wu. <laughs> so I, what I was, I guess, what I was originally saying is because of the light, or in light of these um, fighters who are getting canned, I think the UFC likes to have uh, an exact or a rough amount of roster on hand that they can pull from when they need to arrange cards because they they probably they're all independent contractors. These fighters, you don't have to take the fight, you know. Yeah. But if you don't take the fight, you're going to create a stigma with um, UFC management. So like. I think when you get these contender series fighters who are all hungry, they're all eager, they're just trying to get their foot in the UFC and make a name for themselves, you couldn't ask for someone who's going to be more, like, contract, um, how you say, friendly, you know what I mean? I see you. And so you're cutting these people who are making checks that you've organized because they have reputations, they have legacies. You have these people who don't have defined legacies now, and I'm, I'm all for new talent. This is great. This is like this is how you get Sean O'Malley. You know what I'm saying? This is how you get Connor. Like Connor didn't come from the contender series. I'm telling you, bro. This Sadikas guy, that Sadikas guy, you would literally so, be bought. So the reason that I think this is a good thing is because we're getting new opportunities to fighters, and we're getting away from the old platform of just kind of like regurgitating and recycling old fighters to. Because like, I mean, make who new- would watch Tough too? I wanted to add that in. Sorry. The Ultimate Fighter is such an investment. I don't care. Such a dead thing. I when I watch Ultimate Fighter, I fast forward to the end, watch the fight. That's what the Contender it, Series provides. Exactly. Boom. <laughs> Hit it on the head. So I, I I basically think the UFC needs more talent, but I'm not saying they're hurting for talent. That's not the issue. I think they're just trying to capitalize and stop paying people that they feel like have like. Doesn't bring much to the product anymore. Mm-hmm. He's looking for killers now. Yeah, that's it. And then you get like the Shane Burgos. You get people like Shane Burgos, who we mentioned last week, who took the money to PFL and ran. Mm-hmm. And I think that's awesome too, because this competition creates better product for us fans. So, Contender Gosh. Series is just going to continue perpetuating that. And I wouldn't I be shocked it. if other MMA organizations like Bellator, P- uh, PFL, LF, you know, what I'm saying, start adopting. A contender series like platform, mm-hmm. and I, I noticed I fucked up again. We didn't talk about your guys' fantasy teams before we started talking about Sorry, fighting. We can talk about it after. Should we, we do time. the last thing? Should we like talk about fights? Continue to talk about yeah. the fight UFC Paris, and then we'll hit yeah. the okay. Yeah, yeah, that's what we'll sure. do. So moving on. She's fucking after up. that. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> Is this? Yeah. Can I spray it? She, she should be chill, bro. She's fucking. She's trying to chew on the bad. the wallpaper, yeah. bro. Just shake it. That doesn't do anything. <laughs> Ricky. Oh, here. Bitch, she's good. She's good. She's good. She's good. She's like, do it. I will spray you in the face. She's like, I ain't, I ain't scared. Yo, I'm a capper, bro. <laughs> she's gonna get shot. All right. We don't fuck around on sport champs, bro. <laughs> True. Um, so I think I don't that, know what you busting with, but that was about all I had to say about the contender series, though. All right, moving on to UFC Paris. The first time the UFC is hitting Paris. But still, I swear they had some event there before, and I'm just baffled. I think the first... is This this isn't even a pay-per-view. It's a free fight. Nah, it's a fight. I'm not going to... I'm just going to name the fights going on in the prelims, because I don't really know too much of them. I know uh, Joaquin Buckley, obviously. Yep. Um, but other than that, I don't know too many of these fighters. So we're going to just run over these prelims real quick, and then we'll go over the main card. So, first, we had a canceled fight. Danny Henry and Ricardo Ramos. Not happening. First fight, starting of the night for the prelims. We have a women's featherweight fight. Stephanie Ager, 7-3, fighting Elaine Perez, 7-1. and one. 
Um, I do know Stephanie Ager. She did lose her last fight. I do know that. Um, it was to someone, I forgot who the fuck it was. It was a big name. Uh, moving on after that, we have a lightweight bout. Uh, I don't want to say, I wonder if it's Benoit or Benoit. I don't know. I think it's Benoit. Benoit Saint yeah. Denise, uh, fighting out of France, nine and one, uh, fighting and taking on Gabriel Miranda, 16 and five. You know, we have a, we have a definitely more experienced fighter taking on the home veteran, but I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I have a lot of people betting their money on St. Denise. Um, I have heard that. I've seen a few bets for that. So keep your eye on that guy. Um, a lightweight bout, you never know what's going to happen, but maybe look for that fight to not make the distance. Moving on after that, we have uh, Nasuddin Imavov, big name, taking on Joaquin Buckley in the middleweight division. We have 11-3 uh, Imavov taking on Joaquin Buckley, 15-4. and 4. I believe he won his last fight too, Joaquin. Um, I'm kind of surprised that this is in the lower middle prelim, too. Like, Joaquin Buckley is known as the guy who threw that kick, that guy caught it, and then he fucking threw the other kick, kicked the dude in the fucking yeah, face. Remember that? The one leg spinning back kick. Yeah, never happened. Probably never will kick. happen again. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on after that, we have uh, Ferris Ziem, 12 and 4 in the lightweight uh, division, taking on Michael or Michelle uh, Figlick, 8 0. So we have an undefeated fighter. Taking on a 12-4, and four, Ferris Ziem. Don't know either of these guys. Don't know what's going to happen with that. Moving on after that, we have a middleweight bout. Abbas Megamedov taking on Dustin Stolfoots. We've all seen Dustin Stolfoots fight before. He's been in the UFC for a little bit. Um, I'm kind of looking for him to take uh, a dub in this one. But, I mean, we have a 24-4, and four, Abbas Megamedov. We might see a grindy fight in this one. Never know what's going to happen. That's the feature prelim. Moving on to this main card. Now we're going to actually start getting some names we know about. We actually have Jessica Andrade having a canceled bout with Men in Flow Rot. So she was supposed to be on that. That being moved out. And the first fight of the main event is going to be Charles Jordan versus Nathaniel Wood. Do you know either of those guys, Dave? I'm familiar with Nathaniel Wood. Yeah, so... Uh, Charles Air Jordan taking on Nathaniel Wood. Nathaniel Wood winning his last fight. Jordan barely squeaking past the win on his last fight, I believe. Let me double check that. Um, this is a good fight. I honestly, this is a featherweight fight that you would probably expect to maybe go the distance. I don't know. Both of these guys have gone the distance before. Um, we've seen Jordan lose a decision to Shane Burgos in his last fight, but that fight before that, he submitted Lando Venata in the first round. So, like. You never really know how this is going to go. Um, in 2021, we had Jordan winning a decision against Andre Ewell. He got submitted by uh, Julian Erosa, but then he knocked out Marcelo Rojo. Um, I don't know, man. This is kind of a hard pick for me if I'm picking. Nathaniel Wood won his last fight. I do know that. That was a decision win again. Oop, I don't want to sign in. A decision win against Charles Rosa. Charles Rosa getting dropped with leg kicks continuously um that was his only fight in 2022 he hadn't had a fight in 2021 and he lost a decision to casey kenny won a decision against john castronada but then got knocked out by john dodson so i don't really know who to go for on that one it's kind of a hard pick i would probably pick nathaniel wood because he's kind of on a tear right now but i don't really know what to say other than that william gomez fighting Jarno Aaron's right after that in the featherweight division. Don't know either of these guys. Don't know either of these guys. We'll see what happens with that. After that, we got John McDessie in the lightweight division taking on. We got a lot of lightweights this uh, fight night. We have a lot of lightweights. 
John McDessie taking on Nazarat uh, Hakpaz. Oh, damn. You you want to try and say that one, Dave? Um, Hakparast. I don't know. If damn, you know that was good, dude. I don't know if you roll your R. Hakparast? Dude, that was good. I don't know if you roll your R for his name, but I did. That was really good, dude. Um, I've seen both of these He's guys Morocco, fight. So. I've seen John McDessie lose. I've seen John McDessie win. He's got hands, He's bro. got hands, dude. I don't really know. I don't know much about this John Yo guy. I don't. I really do. Oh, wait. No, I'm looking at the wrong fight. Uh, the no, Nasserat. I do know about Nasserat. Nasserat is a uh, a killer. He is known to fight decisions, though. So he uh, lost a decision to Bobby Green, uh, lost a decision to Dan Hooker, beat a decision to Rafa Garcia in his last three. So, okay. I mean, I would maybe put a little money on this to hit the decision. After that, we're going to the Coco main middleweight fight against Alicio Di Chirico. Chirico? Yeah, Chirico. Ro- uh, versus Roman Kapilov. Don't know either of these guys. This, this, Honestly, this card is kind of not the deepest. Yeah. Like, especially a lot of new fighters happening. Um, the odds on this are dead even. Are they dead my, even on I've, that one? On, according to the UFC website, it's minus 110 for both of them. Hmm. That's interesting. A middleweight fight too. Maybe maybe look to see what these guys here. Let's see what Roman. Let's see what these guys are doing. I really want to see, and I'm curious on what these guys are doing. So we have Alicio Di Chirico getting knocked out by Abdul Rahak Al Hassan last year, but Alicio Di Chirico knocked out Joaquin Buckley last they're, year as well. They're both coming off of a loss in their last fight. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach Cummings has a decision win over Alicio. I don't know, man. These are kind of like Roman. these. I mean, without being disrespectful, these are kind of like jobbers. Roman ha- doesn't even ha- Roman doesn't have a fight in the UFC. They're, I wouldn't say jobbers. They're just new. They're green, man. They're That's green. Fair. I don't know about Elicio. Elicio has been in the UFC for a while, but Roman's definitely not had a. This is his debut, and I'm surprised he's on a main card. Uh, maybe he's a beast though. After that, let's actually get into some fights we can actually break down and get into though. Oh yes, this is Robert amazing. Whitaker fighting Marvin Vittori in the middleweight division. After Robert Whitaker saying that he's moving to light heavyweight after this. This is his pro- arguably his last fight in middleweight. Well, he's the number one middleweight in, uh, contender still. He'd be champion if it wasn't for you-know-who. I mean, uh, without debating, I personally think he beat Izzy the second fight. That's my honest opinion. I'd have to go back I, and watch it again, but, but I kind of agree with you. Due to numbers and other reasons, and Bobby Knuckles just... I watched it at fucking Dave & Buster's, so I don't really know. <laughs> well, I respect, <laughs> I respect Bobby Knucks for like having that mentality to go chase a new demon, you know what I'm saying? Or go yeah. chase a new dragon, if you will, whatever the cliche could be, but... um. It's interesting to me to make that decision because it's like, I think he'll have a, like, he'll still be slower than he is at 185, but he'll still have a speed advantage because he's so used to, like, walking around with dudes who fight at 20 pounds lighter. But the dudes who cut weight to 205, that's a whole different ballpark. You know what I'm saying? It is a whole different, yeah. So it's like, Robert Whitaker, you're going to be fighting guys who are going to be weighing, like, if they have to weigh 205 on um, the scale on a Friday, that means on Saturday they're going to be weighing about 225. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. you get that 10% leeway that you can bloat back up, and that's fair game. So yeah. if they go 10% of 205, you know what I'm saying? That's another 20 pounds. So in Robert Whitaker, I don't think he has to cut a lot of weight to make 205. He does, so bro. he does. Or not 205, not so to make So to make 205. Middle so weight, he does. I think that he'll have that kind of get off the get out the gym weight cut advantage, you know, because he's probably yeah. just going to spar and do his thing. So I think it could be fruitful, but I don't know. Like I if I, if, if I had it my way... Bobby Nux goes to 205 and then just goes on a rampage and then he gets a he goes and fights for a belt there. Who whether he wins Yuri, or not? Though? No, Yuri? I don't think that that's Is he going to beat Yuri? I 
I think he has the... Yuri's huge. He has the tools. I don't think he He would. has the tools. So, like, I'm just such a homer for Bobby Knox. He's Me one too. of my favorite fighters of all time just because of Same. his tenacity. Like, he was never in a boring fight. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He just kind of... Every fight he would bring it. He's an ultimate fighter winner. Not that that adds to your credence at all. I'm afraid we don't ever see him hold the title. We might not, but in my mind, I think he... Oh, well, he was champion before, wasn't he? Yeah, he was Yeah, he was champion before. Never he was, mind. But he was in the middle of He's that... He's already done it. He's already done it. He, he was in the middle of that middleweight mess originally, though, when it was like Bisping was the champ, and then Bisping was hurt, and then they let Bisping go yeah, a year without like a, fighting so he could fight GSP, thing, yeah. and then... And then GSP won the title, so then Robert Whitaker, who was the interim middleweight champ, they're like, all right, so Whitaker GSP, and then GSP retired again. And then we were like, and um, then, okay. And then we had that, <laughs> that Yoel Romero didn't make weight bout. Oh, my God. Like, yeah, it was a mess for a while. The middleweight was division mess. was a mess. And so, like, when Izzy got his chance, he was a fucking interim champ, and so, like, he made the, the joke that he didn't defend his belt for, like, three fights because he, he basically was the interim champ still. Yeah. So, but, like, all of that being said... Robert Whitaker being the number one contender versus Marvin Vittori at middleweight as the number two contender, both of which who have lost to Izzy twice now. Um, both of them. So it's so like, crazy. This is tough because Whitaker, like, tough. if Whitaker goes out there and just baptizes this man and starches him in the first round, and everyone's just like, fuck, well, give him, like, we have the Pereira fight, but then, like, who are you going to feed Izzy next? Because, like, I don't yeah. see Izzy losing that bout, not to yeah. sidetrack to that, but, like, this is tough. This is kind of like this in a weird way. It reminds me of not that it is the same, but it reminds me of um, when Bret Hart was leaving the WWE and they double crossed him, and so he wouldn't because he wanted to like drop the belt. He didn't want to lose the belt. Um, him beating the number two guy in devastating fashion and then going to light heavyweight is kind of like his WCW transition. <laughs> it's silly to say that, but like you know what I mean. Like kayfabe would say that he he would lose this fight and Vittori's the next man up. Yeah. Again, that, that's mean, not how MMA works. But my like weird. I don't want to see Izzy Vittori again either. Or, or, or I mean, I don't even want to see him against Bobby Knox again. To be honest, yeah, I that's, don't. I think that's we another, know it's gonna. Happen. It's another boring fight. It is. It is what it is. Yeah, we've seen it. But I think Izzy. Or sorry, I think. Bobby Knox, if Bobby Knox can stuff takedowns, he's going to win this fight. Not easily, not to put it that way, but I think he has. he's just sharper. He's a better striker. I think every- This is a fight that I could see not going the distance for sure. Yeah, but I I wouldn't be surprised if it did. I I got I, I got, would I would put money on it. Not I got Bobby Knux winning this and probably the second round. You think so? Yeah, Marvin Torrey's a dog, man. He's, he's a, a wrestler dog. though. He doesn't really. He doesn't really hurt people with his strikes. He just he just grapples the shit out of him and he tires him mm. out. And I don't. I think Bobby Nux is game for that. You know what I'm saying? It. I don't think he's gonna out wrestle him. I think we're probably gonna get a whole round of sprawling with like Bobby Nux up against the cage, doing a wizard while homie's just fighting for a single leg. And then eventually they're gonna take. Uh, they're gonna separate. And then going into round two, he's just gonna he's gonna realize like I gotta punch this man. That's my key to victory. But. Mm. Bobby Nux could shock the world and fucking take him down. We've never seen Vittori on his back. We haven't. And we know we Bobby Nux is game. He took down game. Izzy a couple times. I don't think Marvin's going to sit on his back, though. He's not He's not the type to sit on his back and kind of take what's happening. But he's not. He's also not the type of dude who's had... Um, he's never. He's not had Robert Whitaker hovering above his body yeah, just you're throwing right. hands. You're right. You're right. <laughs> this is Bobby Nux we're talking about. I'm so biased for Robert Whitaker Me that too. I want him to win so bad. But we're if, such if, fucking homers. If Marvin Vittori just like gives us 15 minutes of out wrestling this man that wouldn't shock me either it wouldn't either moving on to the main event in the heavyweight for ufc uh paris the one and only cyril gone out of paris fighting and taking on tai tuivasa the, the shui vasa himself the first fight after yeah. losing to um Nganu. it's been out for and a little bit 
this in a while. the UFC I think is in a, a a new pickle again when it comes to these like so Ngannou had fucked up uh, MCL or ACL whatever it was and, and then the contract so shit. so he got surgery and then like he just recently gave an interview yesterday where they asked him like when can we expect you next and he goes. 2023 maybe i'm in terrible shape right now so like if we don't have another fight it's september we're not going to see another title fight for heavyweights for four or five francis is out his contract's over after december this is basically an uh an interim title fight like they're not going to put a belt around the winner of this but like you have number one versus number three who like does the winner of this fight number two i don't even know who the number two guy is at the moment but like all that being considered um gone like his First of all, the betting odds are scary. He's minus he, five twenty. It's crazy. Over tie. Over he's minus six fifty on. Over tie. Right who over? And then let me let me state this. Over tie. Who knocked out Derek Lewis? Who knocked out Augusto Sakai? Who knocked out Greg Hardy? Stefan Struve. Who knocked out Stefan Struve? And those were his last wins. So after that, after in 2019, he lost a decision to uh, Imov, Imov, Ivanov and then got submitted by uh, Sergei Spivak. So like the polar bear, polar if, bear. I don't know like what Cyril Gon's game plan is going to be, but after losing the way Yo, he did to Ngannou, I'm putting money on fucking tie. I'm, that, dude, I'm saying I'm, I'm, I'm going to just have a solo bet on tie, maybe by knockout. Plus, plus four ten. I don't even have to have it by knockout. Seriously, he's good. Like. Tied to Ivasa's keys to victory are stoppage. Stoppage. We know it's this. stoppage. He's. I think the Cyril Gon is going to outpoint him. Gon is the bigger guy. Cyril Gon is longer. Way, is more athletic, but more I think athletic. at two hundred and sixty-five pounds, dude, it's not. It's no longer a puncher's chance. It's a puncher's will, bro. Like he's going to fuck him up. Like, I think uh, Ty's coming in twenty pounds over. Gon I read too. that. I read that because like Gon That's doesn't come big. in at two sixty-five. Gon comes in at like two forty. He's lean. Ty cuts to two sixty-five too. That's the thing. All <laughs> you're fighting someone who cuts to 265. He had to cut like 10 pounds. All I know is that imagine again. I have like really um, cool forethought for what I want the future to hold. So imagine Ty wins this. Oh, I would be so what? happy if he would. Nope. So Jesus. like, Jesus, yeah. Ty, I would be so happy. So if Ty, he wins let's now. say Ty wins this, which is cementing his title shot. He's not going to fight again until a title shot, unless he d- decides to do the interim deal. I would wait. I would but, wait. So he waits. He gets Ngannou. Which that is already a terrifying matchup. Mm-hmm. But let's just, winning. <laughs> let's, just winning let's just say for the sake of this this hypothetical scenario that Ty fucking what if he sh- hold on Ty shocks the world again two more times he, he fucking stops gone stops and gone I would be fucking we will get it won't be a shoey we will get like I don't know this I'll do sound, a booty no dude, this might sound, this, this, is, this is gonna sound corny das but it's gonna sound corny but we're gonna get what would you call it like a belty this homie's gonna lose your beer off the belt dude oh my that God. would be one of the that most so intense insane. moments in UFC history I don't think we see gone fight in the UFC again though or not gone in uh, Ganu excuse me so here's a uh, a random thing I just thought of this maybe of not now but maybe later so like when after when, after the Tyson Fury fight or something when Ty beat um Derek Lewis we as fans just before that fight even took place we were entitled Short to album. the greatest post fight press just regardless you know what I'm saying because one, one you get you get a Derek Lewis like where's Ronda Rousey fine ass at and on the other end you get a shoey yeah so, <laughs> <laughs> get a shoey so I don't know is the the fans. I don't see any like I'm not trying to be mean like they're in France so France is gonna ride for Gone they want to oh, see yeah. their especially the first time they want to see their man win but like I don't like I don't know about you guys but are any of you rooting against Tai Tuivasa Bam I, I Bam his nickname is I got, Bam I got Bam tied. I really like him 
So um, I really I'm like rooting for him if I think he's going to win or not. I have no idea. Right, but, exactly. It's gone. It's surreal gone. I just We've seen what gone did. I just think regular. Against Nganu, like You know what, what the Shuey guy is. Oh, yeah. You Surreal gone, other than us talking about him losing to Nganu, I mean, you probably hadn't heard of him. He did beat Derek Lewis, too. Knocked him I, out. Cold. I heard of him, but I couldn't pick him out of a lineup. I see. So. I but see. you knew who Bam Bam was. Oh, yeah. No, I've see, seen him fight multiple times. I've see, seen him knock out people multiple times. I've seen him drink beers out of random people's shoes. Woo! Um, that's weird. Um, and, and would you Ty's, do a shoey with him? Ty's though? young. Too. Out of my shoe, yes. Out of your shoe? Yeah. What it, shoe would you pick, Winston? Um, my shitty ones. Damn, you would go with the shitty kicks? Damn. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you at least go with the good kicks, right? What is it? They'll ruin the kicks. Oh, I yeah, see. I don't think it ruins it. You think it ruins the kick, Dave? Mm. Um, I would not put beer in like any of my retro Jordans, no. <laughs> I would not allow it. So you'd pick your shitty shoe. You'd pick shitty shoes. I wouldn't participate. All right, in pick shoe one either. shoe. No, one shoe you have to pick are your shoes. I think Dave has to do them off his yellow slide. Yeah, he would lose them. He would lose them off the slide. I don't know if he could do it off sandals. This man's gonna do them in his Birkenstocks. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's let's build this parlay, should we? Let's build this fight parlay. I'm trying to see how old Ty is because I know he's like our age. He's young. That's um. I'm going to have you... What, do you want to do a lake? You could sit out of the UFC parlay if you want to. Yeah, I'll do a lake. Okay, cool. All right, I'm going to go Hold with, on. Are, are you going first yeah, or what? Are you just, yeah. just going? Well, are you, are you guys ready? Um, hold on. Hold on. Okay, no, I'm so not ready. No, you're not ready. It's okay, making so. me fucking put in my phone number. All right, so I'm going to go with... <laughs> hold on, dude. Bruh, I hold can on, talk dude. about it. I'm no, you to, can't talk about it, dude. I need to, to be time. full on. I need to be pay attention to you. Who are you getting? Okay, now I'm ready. Um, I don't know how to say his name, but Abu Sapuyan Magdanovic. What? Megan. Oh, oh, okay. Abu? Just call him Abu Magomedov. Abu? Okay, I'm going with oh. Abu. Okay. That's a Just good pick. That's a good one. Money line. Money Abu. line. Abu Magomedov? Yeah. That's good. That's a good pick. Yeah. And if you're wondering why is yeah. Winston going with this guy, um, well, Wu told me to. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Is that really why you just you just no, feel, have just, a feeling? I just have a feeling. Really? You know I mean? So hold Dustin, on, let's 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 get into this. Dustin a little bit. sounds like a bitch. So, Stolfoots is a fucking he's a fucking pimp, dude. His name's Dustin. I mean, Stolfoots though. He's gonna get dusted. Oh, yeah. so we have a he has a three. So your guy has a three inch reach advantage, a two inch height advantage, but he's two years older. Okay. Um, let's see what Magomedov did. This is his first fight in the UFC. It's kind of concerning. <laughs> it's a little concerning. What about good old Dusty? Dustin Stolfoots, this is his second fight in the UFC. Okay. He won a decision against Dwight Grant. Okay. Well, uh, Dwight's also a bitch name, so. so oh. I, this is a pretty good pick. <laughs> I, I kind of agree with Winston. All right. So who else? Does anybody else have their legs? You guys thinking of these legs? Should I maybe kind of jump in? What are you guys thinking? Um, who was that undefeated fighter you mentioned earlier? In the prelims, uh, so I believe. his name is it's like eight zero or some shit. Let's see. I got to hit back. Sorry, I'm on. Forgive testing. me, because there's a lot of names I'm unfamiliar with. Mikel Figlock, and he's fighting Farez Ziem. Um, that's in the prelims, lightweight. Shit, lightweight. This is an early card, guys. This is another thing. This card is happening at one p.m. tomorrow. Prelims start at like nine, eight, or uh, ten. Excuse me. I don't know, man. This, this is a hard. Kind of hard. This, this is kind is of a hard, hard card pick. to this bet on. Hard, it's a hard. It's a hard card to bet on. It really is. I'm um, it might just be money line 
parlays this one. I don't know. It's kind of hard to pick a prop. On okay, this one. so I have one. Josh I looks like he's ready, dude. Josh <laughs> think, looks like he's fucking ready to pick. I have right, an upset ahead. bet. Okay, so ah, don't throw an upset <laughs> on a parlay. What are you doing? Okay. You parlay favorites. Okay, well then, if, if that's the case, then how <laughs> no, about... no, do what you want. Do what okay, you want. Well, do what you want. Uh, we got. Um... He's all tied to a bar. <laughs> I'm like, bro. That'd be lit if you won, though. Oh man, I would fucking. And who did you bet on? Uh, Abu. Okay, so Marco how Medoff. so how about um the John McDessie versus Nazrat uh, Hawk Prost? Let's say, mm, I mean Hawk Prost is the favorite, but I I'm leaning McDessie. You leaning McDessie? But let's just can you bet just that he he wins in any fashion? Yeah, like, let's see money line. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm I don't know the jargon. <laughs> McDessie, you could pick him money line. Yeah. Or you could do like before the distance. I feel like he's um McDessie. He's to, an underdog, but I feel like he's, he's gonna do it. Man. You think so? I just I don't know. I want to be a little riskier, but I'm not trying to nice. like throw so the parlay go, let's break out into of this left a little field. Bit. Yeah. I always bet these like I've always aimed for like oh heavyweights aren't going the distance, and that's failed like two times in a row. So I'm gonna go a little riskier, but I'm basing my faith on John McDessie. Now this is a McDessie that's been in the UFC since 2011. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's tried and true. Tried and true. He won a decision against uh, Ignacio Bahamondes uh, Bahamondes, uh, last in 2021. In 2020, he lost a decision against Francisco Trinaldo. In 2019, he won a decision against Jesus Pinedo. In 2018, he won a decision against Ross Pearson. So this is a, this guy is a one fight a year guy. Uh, he won a decision against Abel Trujillo in 2017. That dude used to be a beast. Got knocked out by Lando Venata in 2016. Um, won a decision against Mehdi Baghdad. So I think we're looking at a guy that hasn't lost since 2016. And he's an underdog. Nope, nope, wrong. He lost in 2020. He lost to Trinaldo. I just said that. All right, but he's only lost once since 2016. Good bet. I'm kind of Let's look at Nasrat though. I kind of okay. I only looked at one guy. Never good to do. Look at look at the opponent. Nasrat thirteen and five. That's thirteen all I've and seen. five. Lost a decision against Bobby Green. Beat uh, lost a decision against Dan Hooker. Beat a decision against Rafael Garcia. Won a decision. This it, to me this this fight is going to go to decision. It's we possible. have two guys that have been going to decision for the last two plus years, but. We have a Nasrat Hakparast getting knocked out by Drew Dober back in 2020. And that was when Drew Dober was taking a tear. But we have a Nasrat knocking out Joaquim Silva back in 2019. I kind of like your bet. I kind of like your bet. It's a little risky. We'll, we'll agree. It. Now we're at a plus 291 already. So honestly, like me and you don't really have to go risky <laughs> if we don't want to. Do you have your pick, though? I do. All right. Who are you thinking? All right. Man? So I'm, I'm thinking United States versus France. Joaquin Buckley. Oh, shit. He's going to prelimies. I like it. Won five of his last seven fights, all by knockout. Mm-hmm. So I have Joaquin Buckley by knockout. Plus oh, 400. shit. He's going He's going specific with it. Plus like 400. It. I kind of. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, you are a risky fuck. You know that? Do you know why? Because Nasruddin Imavov um, was supposed to fight Kevin Gastelum this year. Didn't. Whoa. Knocked out Edmund Shabazian. Knocked out Ian Heinish. Lost a decision to Phil Haas, but beat a decision against Jordan Williams. Yeah, so I mean, it, neither of them ever go to decision usually. They're why both, wouldn't you just prop then? They're both knockouts. You are crazy. So saying, Hold on, let's see. Well, somebody's knocking somebody out, and I'm thinking United States over France. 
Joaquin has won. Are you just going off of seven? your heart? I feel like you're just going off of your heart right now. <laughs> He's like World War II, buddy. I'm history repeats itself. World War II. <laughs> yeah, save the rest. And I'm saying Joaquin has won five of his last seven fights, all by you. knockout. But he's got knocked out in one of those. True. And won by decision. And won by decision. Yep, that's true. Here, let me see what I'm, I want to see what this prop is before we lock her in. Plus four hundred. That's wild. That's bro. a wild. That's gonna that's make a the wild. parlay crazy. This parlay is gonna be very, very crazy. <laughs> if this hits, but what if it hits? We're retiring. Yeah, no, I'm I mean, <laughs> so we have a plus 200 Joaquin Buckley, and he's having him by a knockout, which is a crazy thing to do. Because you know that, a, right? Plus 200 isn't that much. They're pretty much giving because you see that they're giving all the French fighters that boost mm-hmm. because they're fighting in their home country. Plus 200 is not that much if you're giving if you're taking away the the French the the home like you know home country boost yeah. yeah they're almost saying it's kind of a toss-up yeah. fight plus they'll probably wave the white flag because you know france will exactly surrender this, a lot guy, so, like this you know guy's crazy i'm just saying if you're because they're giving all the french fighters that why wouldn't you just do a, to, the fight to not go the distance for a minus 175 that's I'm, a nice i'm gonna put 50 dollars on that right there whoa okay i like it all right Damn. so we're putting that in so we're gonna be getting joaquin buckley by knockout so you guys are gonna go under winning method go under one joaquin buckley a plus 400 to win by knockout or tko if it happens I oh my god that parlay <laughs> he just boosted our parlay to plus 1858 oh my god so this we- is a very <laughs> risky parlay so okay. now should we bet that like like gone will win to try to like i mean i'm not betting on gone yeah. me neither i don't think it's worth this the is risk. my last pick and i think i'm gonna be going with a nice favorite should we no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Shuey's sitting at a plus 420. I mean, no, what's money the line? two of us have gone to just end in a knockout? What's that? It's a uh, minus 210, I think. That's not bad. By knockout? Yeah. For two Ivasa? No, well, for not just, just the bout. The oh, for just, just the, the bout. Well, oh. the fight go the distance. Is oh, like okay. Minus Here, let, I'll look right now. It is. To go the distance? Well, no. Minus 250. Knock- oh, 250? That's Yes. Mm. Plus, two, one, or plus 175. That's on, honestly the plus one seventy five to go the distance. Maybe if you do a separate bet, it's a good bet to pick up. Yeah, I don't just think saying that's bad because because if if Gone does what Gone does best, yeah, you hit that bet. He's gonna try. I think Tua's gonna go out swinging. He's gonna. So I mean, he's either gonna get knocked he, out or, or tired out. I mean, the thing yeah. is, is Tua has to close the distance. He has to close the distance, dude. If he doesn't close the distance, then it's not his fight. Yep, he has to close it. Does he do it? I have no idea. I, I think he's probably going to get knocked out because he's going to have to push it. Ty but, is not going to get knocked out. Gone hasn't so. knocked someone out in the UFC yet. Oh, really? Derek yeah. Lewis. Gone? Surreal gone. He knocked out Derek Lewis? Really? I don't remember that. In Houston. First round. He knocked him out. I think mm. I watched that fight. I don't remember that. I don't know why it I don't remember. It was a TKO. He wasn't like Okay, it was a He TKO. wasn't like that makes comatose. Sense. Okay, that but. makes sense. It was, yeah, that was his first, that was the first lost in Houston, huh? That was his first, yeah. I don't know if it was his first, but he also. That was um, the interim, wasn't it? I don't, I don't remember what the circumstance was. Remember. I just know he beat him. I can't remember. All I right, so I got to make a decision here. I got to make a decision here. Like I, I mean, like you guys were already saying, this is a very hard card to put a bet on. Oh, man. I think I'm going to pick up Robert Whitaker, a minus 210. You're. Yeah. So that pushes our wow. That pushes our parlay to a plus twenty seven ninety one. God damn. I'm so. gonna put sprinkles on this one, boys. Okay, <laughs> we're putting sprinkles. He said he's putting fifty. He's crazy, dude. 
He's crazy. I'm already down 150 on the year from college football. So. Hey. <laughs> no. Okay. All right. So if you guys put $10 on our parlay, you are going to win $289 in 15 cents. If you don't subscribe and share, God, I don't know man. what we're going to do. If, you guys yeah. hit, if we hit this... That'd be lit. Oh Josh, my God. We, we will zoom Josh in for picks as often as we can. Yeah, yeah. seriously. <laughs> I mean, it's doable. It, looking at it all in one. Looking at it all believable. in one. It's do, it's believable. Yeah. Amanda Medoff getting a money line win against a Dustin Stolfoods who has lost in the UFC before. Or uh, did he? I don't know. Can't remember. Um, we're going to go with he has. We're going to go with me. Yeah, we're going to go with he has. And then we're picking up a John McDessie that can definitely win this fight, even though he's an underdog. But he's going up against a tough fucking fight. You pick or who? You picked up McDessie, huh? Yeah, against. They're um, doing risky fights. I'm the only one that's not doing a risky Ross. fight. I feel like Uh you picked up a good Mata yeah, pick. But I mean, he could still lose. He could still lose good to Dustin. Man, this is crazy. Okay, so again, guys, we just picked up a parlay for twenty seven ninety one. A plus twenty seven ninety one on DraftKings. It's episode ten, bro. We picked going over it one more time. Uh, Abu Magomedov for a minus 285, John McDessie for a plus 190, Joaquin Buckley by knockout for a plus 400, and then Robert Whitaker, minus 210. I am the only one taking a safe bet. <laughs> if you bet $1 on this, you'll win 28. Nice. I like it. I have it parlayed up. I'm going to decide what I want to bet on that. I might put yeah. 5 bucks on it or something. $1 for $28 is pretty crazy, bro. Pretty sick, That's dude. Wild. That's wild. Wild. the Winston type of bets where you it just is. spend like a dollar on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, is good. that is good. That was, that was your parlay. Uh, I'm just saying, parlay. if this hits, Sport I think chance. you can get Joaquin Buckley on the podcast. <laughs> oh, shit. Yo, that would be why. That would be a good hit. That's could, a good hit to hit, dude. We could probably could afford that. to pay him. Yeah, Look at how much money we're going to make. All right, moving on from the fights. Let's end this podcast by going over these teams that you guys picked up. We went over my last fantasy team. Oh, you got one more thing? What's up? How are we going to um, graze past um, what Mighty Mouse? Ah, yeah, let's go over that before we get into the football. Yeah, it's very brief. Let's go over that. It's very brief. Um, I don't know if you guys watched that last week. We went over last week, Mighty Mouse. That was really the only fight we went over last week. Mighty Mouse taking on Adriana Moraes. Hey. She doesn't give a fuck, dude. Can I get her with one? Just one. Get her while she's actually doing it. Don't let her jump. Yeah, wait till she's doing it. All right, all right, all right, all right. We'll wait. I'm watching your ass, bro. Peter. I know you don't fuck with sports, ZZ, but this is our time. Right I'll now. give you a look. I'll, I'll be you give me the look? Okay. Thanks, Winston. So we went over last week a 1FC bout. Ooh, nice. <laughs> she didn't like that one, dude. Nice. You got her. All right. That's going to stop her right got there. Got him, coach. Got him, coach. <laughs> Thanks for letting me do that, Derek. <laughs> So we went over last week a 1FC bout. We had a Demetrius Matty Mouse Johnson taking on Audrey, uh, Adriano Marais, the champ. The rematch. The rematch after Marais knocked out Demetrius Matty Mouse Johnson with a fucking knee to the face on the ground. Mm-hmm. Well, haven't the goddamn tides turned? Haven't the goddamn tides turned, dude? MMA God said what? Yeah, they said what? Demetrius Matty Mouse Johnson defeating Adriano Marais by flying knee knockout. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Stumbled in with that fucking overhand right? Yep. Marais was already fucking... He was fucked up already, dude. You could tell. And then he just... And then... <laughs> you could see, dude. Mighty Mouse was just like, Oh, you're doing what I did? The last the last fight? Oh, you're gonna do what I did the last fight? Here's a fucking flying knee to the goddamn temple, dude. Oh, yeah. Shut him off. Walk off. Knock out. It was so fire. It was intense. It was crazy. If you guys did not see that fight... Uh, fight see, like, I can't even talk, dude. Yeah. You guys can't see that... 
Fuck, dude. If you guys did not witness that fight, please go to Amazon Prime. Look up 1FC. It's um 1FC 1. I know they have 1 in there twice, but it's number 1. It's the first fight they ever did on there. The whole card we really didn't pay attention to. Main event, bonkers. Bonkers. And I kind of I watched the main event. Like I the whole main card, I kind of watched it, but I mean, I didn't, you know what I mean? Who could I bring up from there? Don't know. It's just crazy to but, see in like less than a year and some change. They had a lot of good knockouts, though. They had a lot of good I knockouts. I think it was like 16 months apart. Mighty Mouse goes from eating a flying knee and taking his He didn't eat the flying knee. He, he ate a knee on the ground. Well, yeah. And then, but the knee that he hit Marias with, would have, that would have been, a like, in the UFC, that was a, a legal uh, knee. The knee that he got hit with is only uh, fair game in one. In one FC, that's it. So, and it, I don't know if you noticed, but there was a highlight where Marias had a cut over his eyebrow. Mighty Mouse delivered that from the bottom, from an elbow. Wow. Yeah. Mighty Mouse, I mean... Can we? He's the goat. Mighty Mouse, the goat. Like not, not I mean, of all fighters, of, but of whoa, Zizi. Oh my god, Zizi. Yo, yo, yo. I'm gonna get you again, bro. I don't want to do it. You're my friend. Other than John Jones, I think Mighty Mouse is the greatest MMA fighter of all time. Other yeah. than John Jones, right. Zizi, think, you don't have to stop fucking around. I think we should change his nickname to the Flying Mouse instead of the Mighty Mouse. Ooh, I kind of like it. He used to fight out of Colorado. I mean, he Springs. got a flying armbar, really? mm-hmm. flying armbar, and a I, flying knee. I saw that. That was oh, lit. there she goes. She's seen Derek getting busy with it. All this um, mouse talk. Now. But yeah, I mean, Mighty Mouse did what he had to do. Now he is a champion in one FC. Arguably the best to do it ever. 26-pound I mean, gold belt. Wow. 26 pounds. They Imagine having to carry it. that fucking thing around. That is, I mean, I'm weird and I really like like belts. I would say that's probably the sex, or second sexiest belt in MMA. And it's UFC, a nice UFC belt. is not number one it's in my nice opinion. It's a nice belt. UFC is not number one. For that, that new octagon belt, that shit mad corny. Bring back it's, the old belt. Yeah, bring back the old belt. I like the old belt too. Um, moving on though, man. I mean, All right. fuck. Moving on, moving now on. Now it's time to moving talk not on. MMA. Shout out to uh, Mighty Mouse one more thing too. Uh, be sure to watch these next fights coming up. UFC Paris this weekend. I mean today. If you're watching this on Saturday, this is today. Um, if you're watching this after Saturday, then you missed the fights. Go check them out on ESPN Plus though. All right, moving on to your guys' fantasy teams, huh? So we went over my fantasy team last uh, week. We kind of, you know, Both. we kind of hit over the top. I kind of want to get what his opinion on it is, though. Because, I mean, did you watch last week at I all? I watched a little bit of it, yeah. Do you remember my team at all? Uh, no, go ahead. So I'm going to go over what I had first, just to kind of bring in a refresher and to kind of keep me in the loop here. Um, if I could find my fantasy app. There it is. So I actually have to, in my family. So we did a family fantasy mm-hmm. league. I have two teams in it because we couldn't find the twelfth person. We have a twelfth person league, so I have two teams. And the I want second you to tell one was me, better one. The right? second one was the better one. We'll go over the second one right now. Okay. The second team right now, I have Dak Prescott, Derrick Henry, James Conner, Mike Evans, DK Metcalf, TJ Hawkinson, and tight end David Montgomery as my flex for Chicago Patriots defense. And then Tyler Bass for my kicker. On my bench, I got Amari Cooper, Damian Harris, DeAndre Hopkins suspended right now, Buccaneers defense, Justin Fields, J.D. McKissick, and Gerald Everett. Now going over this other team. Hold on. Let me, I got to go to the league. And then <laughs> the first team, and then this, this second team I'm reading off was actually the team that had the first overall pick over everything. Okay. So I have jo- uh, Joe Burrow, uh, Jay Taylor for Indy. Uh, Cam Akers, Jalen Waddle, Mike Thomas, Travis Kelsey, J.K. Dobbins, Colts defense, Ryan Suckup, Juju Smith-Schuster, Matt, uh, St- and then this is bench. Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, Matt Stafford, uh, Jay Cook, what's his, James Cook, 
for Buffalo. Russell Gage, Ty Higby, Alexander Madison, and then Rondell Moore. What team okay. do you think is better? I, I like that last one that you said, the Joe Burrow one. The Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow one. It's a good Jonathan one. Jonathan Taylor. Right? Yeah, not bad. Cam Akers, I really like Cam Akers. Cam Akers is good, too. Um, the, the things I don't like about the first one is mm-hmm. Dak Prescott. Dak? You kind of scared of Dak? Not high on Dak Prescott. Their offensive line is trash this year. And they just ah, lost the left good tackle. Enough. Good enough. Uh, they don't have any targets outside CD Lamb and Dalton Schultz. Mm. And, and Zeke. I, yeah, and Zeke. Uh, and Zeke, Zeke is, yeah, I'm not a big fan of Zeke anymore. I um, mean, he's not old Zeke. He's had yeah. him two years in two fantasy. years and got burned by him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not I'm not very high on the Cowboys and Dak in general. Um, Derek Henry just kind of scares me. Because of the injuries? Yeah, or not so much the injuries. I think it's just the, the mileage on him. Mm. So He's done it for so long. Yeah. He's still top of the pack, though. Right, yeah. I mean, I mean he, he can obviously keep going. I think he's just that type of physical freak. But I, I do like the Joe Burrow team a lot. Actually. Got you. So okay, so unpopular opinion. He actually likes the first team. That I'm I, high on Cam Akers. So oh, you're high on Cam Akers. Yeah. Why? Just because they're they want to be a run heavy team. Mm, and okay. he was hurt last year. When he came back, he was like he stole the job and was just like he was putting up numbers okay. when he came back from injury and. Through that postseason run, he was doing really well. I think they're going to rely on him heavy. Got you. Okay. Good to know. I like it. Now, I want to hear your guys' teams. Now, okay. honestly, I kind of want to hear Josh's first because he's our guest, our first ever Sport Champs guest. So, That's one thing I wanted to mention, too. You're our first ever Sport Champs guest, dude. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for bringing me on. Oh, yeah. Don't yeah. tell him our pick order. I think it would be okay. fun to have him guess. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, I got Derek Carr at quarterback kind of had to wait a while to pick him so wow i'm surprised you have Derek carr yeah i had to get somebody continue <laughs> uh i got dalvin cook nick chubb jamar chase Cortland sutton dalton mm-hmm. schultz i got cam Akers as my flex mm. uh Broncos defense i got justin tucker as a third kicker taken kind of shot that's still a good i mean kicker you could kind yeah. of fill in with whoever. and then just some highlights from the bench i got damian pierce who i'm really high on nice. this year uh mike gusecki and i got christian kirk okay Okay, okay. What about you, Dave? All right, so um, I'm just going to point out that last year, both of us won our leagues and had a lot of overlapping players on our team. So we both had a lot of overlapping players. This year, we have a lot of overlapping players. Great minds think alike. Okay. So let me just... Okay, so quarterback, Joe Burrow. My my running back room is Derrick Henry and James Conner. Whoa. My wide receiver room is Devontae Adams and A.J. Brown. My tight end is Dawson Knox. My flex is David Montgomery. My wow. Flex, my defense is the Bills. My kicker is Harrison Bucker. And then here's my bench. I got Allison or Allen Robbins in the second. I got Damian okay. Harris. No. I wow. Got, I, yeah, there's a lot. I got Sky Moore. I don't have a lot of I don't know what his potential is, but if he becomes like some gadget Debo dude and can get like half a season Debo did, I might play him at flex sometimes. I see you. Um depends on the week. I got um I got Madison, the backup running back. For, um, Bro, what the fuck? For Cook. I got, <laughs> it's a 10-man league. I got Trey Burks, um, wide receiver for Titans. I got Trey Lance. I got Nicole Hardman. I got Irv Smith Jr. He's my backup tight end. And then the last dude on my bench, which was my very last pick, was Raheem Mostert. Ah, you have a pretty good team, too. Lot, we have like four common players on our teams. We do, dude. So I got Dak, but I picked up Winston. I'm probably going to play him because, you know, my name's Winston. So. Whoa, Jameis. Uh, yep, Jameis. He's probably going to be the better fantasy quarterback. Probably. Honestly, watch out for four and fucking interceptions than getting benched. They're going against Atlanta week one, looking like a good week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is looking like a good week. 
then I got Mixon, uh, Elijah okay. Mitchell. If he has another good year, Mixon is a fucking heavy threat. Yep, Cup, a Cooper Cup. Whoa, um, he yeah. got Cup. He, That's, oh, I, I mean, wanna, 20 points a game. I don't want to tell or say how far he fell to me. But Are you guys in a PPR league? Yes. Yes. Oh. yes. Um, He's got Cup. <laughs> I got T. Higgins, um, okay. uh, Mark Andrews, uh, Marquise Brown, Colts okay. defense, Dustin Hopkins. I got Zeke, Brandon Cooks, Chris Godwin. Damn. Um, Miles Damn. Sanders. Okay. Robert Woods, um, and MVS, and that's pretty much it. I got Joshua Palmer back Did you mention up. Michael Carter? I have Michael Carter as well, but we'll that, see. That's So I, that's the one player I was pissed off I didn't get because I'm really high on Which, Michael who? Carter this year. The running back for the Jets. Oh, okay. oh so, I was thinking about getting him too, but I everybody's didn't. Everybody's drafting Hall. Hall was trash in the preseason. He mm. averaged like 3.1 yards <laughs> per carry. Michael Carter's still the starter, and he outperformed uh, Hall like – Leaps and bounds. I'm very high on my. He's the receiving year. back. I just don't think the Jets are going to be good. So I think they're going to be like, okay, who's their quarterback? Uh, Zach Wilson. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which I don't think they're going to be very good. So they're just going to be like, all right, we're going to give this rookie the ball a lot. Yeah, I was going to say he's rookie, he's rookie out. Yeah. But I'm he's really high on Carter this year. He is a receiving back, and he okay. should he should be good. All right. So I'm picking who you had first pick, Dave. You had first pick over all these guys, right? No. No. No, that's who you think? Yeah, that's who I thought, because you had D. Henry. That's why. So it's PPR. I know. Remember? Ah, uh, yeah, I should have. He's not a receiving. So he, I got, I got Cooper Cup. So we'll tell you the first round draft picks. I got Cooper Cup. You got Jamar Chase. The and next then, pick. Well, okay, you ruined it. Oh. Um, and, <laughs> and then he had Henry. So who do you think got first out of? You, you, then him. Yeah, so that is. Yeah. But after I, you said that, then it. I had the sixth pick, and I got Cooper Cup. Sixth pick. Wow. Yeah, and you have I'm Jamar so Chase. Surprised you guys didn't at the seventh win. pick. Wow. Pick yeah, 10. yeah. Pick ten. Yeah. Who's so, first pick in your guys' league? Um, Steve, his brother. Steve, you got brother? Jonathan nice. Taylor. I mean, who isn't picking up John Taylor the first pick? Yeah. I mean, it, that was crazy. Come on. Wow. So better team. Mm, I don't know who has the better team here. You guys are kind of mixed up in. Do you want to look at our teams? Throw me your yeah. Throw me your devices. One second. Throw me your devices. I'm adding a player as we speak. This guy's got an iPhone. No case. I respect some stuff on his phone. No, I'm I'm uh, I'm dropping and adding someone. Wow. Derek Carr is a risky move. I'm surprised you went Derek Carr. I think he's. I wanted him. I think he's gonna be really good. Oh, dude. This year. Darren Waller. I was gonna say Waller. Hunter Renfro. Amari Cooper. And I got. Oh no, Amari's not on. Yeah, Amari got traded. Amari got traded. Bench too. Baker Mayfield. Him too. The, the, the stat I keep throwing out there is that the number one fantasy quarterback last year only had 11 more points than the 11th ranked fantasy quarterback last year. That quarterback is the deepest position in fantasy right now. Yeah. Wow. This so, is kind of a hard pick. Whoa. So I just, Sapphire just came up. What up? Who's paying? <laughs> what just happened? All right. So I just picked ah. up a defense just now for week one. So, so we, have, we have Dave's team named Kansas Shgetty. We have Winston's team named Injury Prone Ussies. 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 Like pussies. Oh, Ussies. <laughs> then we have Joshua Steele with Pueblo 719ers. You never change your team no, name, dude. Change your team name, name, dude. Jesus Bro, Christ. We have the most wins in our league, the most points scored in our league. Oh, and who lost God. to this guy right here who was 7 and 6? And oh, my God. You were 12 and 1. 12 and 1. It, that was the year I had Patrick Mahomes, 50 touchdowns, Todd Gurley, 20 touchdowns. Every year without fail, I draft <laughs> so well. That my players end up sitting during our playoffs because they're just like Jameis Winston won me the Super Bowl. <laughs> I was one in six. 
outside of the playoffs. No. I drafted, won the Super Bowl with but, seven and six. But know this. So Winston and Josh are currently tied for most wins in league history. Mm-hmm. The team that has the most wins beyond them is me. And neither of y'all have a ship. So who's oh! really better? I've made the playoffs every single season. The only And you don't have a win! <laughs> you don't have a Super Bowl I, I win! I just keep getting fucked over. <laughs> you're, you're basically the Cowboys. You're Peyton Manning, yeah. bro. All right, so... Um, Winston's got to unlock his phone again. Oh, you, man, you almost threw that like I a almost, yeah, I almost went Frisbee. Last year I had Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup. And All we right. both decided to just not try the last two weeks. Oh, man. Yeah. This is a hard pick, dude. Oh, man. So I wanted to say that I, I while we were sitting here, I got rid of Irv Smith Jr. as my backup tight end. And then I picked up the Browns defense for week one. Because I, I don't want the Super Bowl champs playing against my defense because I have the Bills defense. Mm. That's week one. Man, this is hard. This is a hard pick. (coughs) I'm a getter, dude, when she moves again. I'm a first say. The team in first place, in my opinion, right now, why does your Sapphire card keep coming up? Because you're accidentally queuing up the um, I'm not even touching. I wasn't even touching the phone. He was like, it looked like you were accidentally holding the screen for a second. No, that time he wasn't touching anything. Oh, man. This is hard, dude. I say the best team. One thing I'm going to look up is your projections. I really am curious. I'm projected second. I think I'm projected projected the best. Yeah. Ninth. You you switch positions ninth. I'm projected, I think, sixth. Yeah. I think I'm projected to finish late in every year we have. Yeah. All I know is I'm, kill it though, I'm the reigning. I draft a lot of sleepers, that's why. Reigning, defending, Shketty champ. I was the scoring leader. I was the first team to break the scoring title curse. Every time you win a scoring title, aka Josh, you don't win the championship. I think I have like 600 more points scored than the next, the second night in the league. I think the best team out of these three right here is Dave. The reason being, D. Adams, Derrick Henry. First two picks. Like, yeah. It's kind of, ah, I don't know though, because we ha- we have we have Winston over here with Cooper Cup, Andrews, Mixon. Nixon. It's, Ugh, it's close between. I don't know, dude. You guys are so close. It's hard, kind of hard to pick. I'm not even joking. Because you have you have Dalvin Cook, you have Jamar Chase. I'm stacked at running. Back. You you have Cam Akers. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, can we just say three way tie? Like Jesus Christ, <laughs> what is going on here? I, it's really hard for me that's, to pick. That's why I like mean, ten team leagues is because really everyone hard. has it's, a chance. It, it really Pueblo does. Pueblo 7-1-9ers have been doubted since the beginning. We're underdogs. <laughs> We're the gritty, gutty team. It's all right. <laughs> the oh, people's man. Because that first year, Yo, I might be picking off the benches. Um, maybe this year or like years moving forward, like the loser of the league. Assuming it's one of us who's like here, like obviously if it's like my brother out of state or whatever, but loser of the league has to appear on pod for one moment, the sports pod, wearing like a I came in last place shirt or something like that. Yeah, sure, I'm done. I'm sticking with it. Dave has the best team, then Winston, barely, barely, and then you because you have the weakest bench. Hey, hey, champ. That's what I told Josh. He on. has Cam Akers and shit, though. He yeah, has really good running back positions filled. My, my champ recognizes champ. My bench always looks weak because I draft a lot of sleepers. So if they pan out, then. That's what I'm saying. And that's yeah. why I put you in that no, position because I'm like. Those, mm. are, those are just players I'm really high on personally. Yeah. Okay. Wow. You guys are honestly like being in a 10 man league like you guys are. 
it was hard for me to pick because I mean he has I I don't care if he he's projected in the end he has a lot of good fucking players mm-hmm. like that like he said they're sleepers some of them aren't though like Jamar Chase like I mean Cam Akers like. I, I mean, Cortland Sutton is like he's really low. I think like most not rankings with Russell have Wilson. Him. That's what I'm saying. Most rankings have him lower than Jerry Judy. I think Cortland Sutton's going to be better like catcher. Top five yeah. He's a better catcher, and he's less injury prone. And that goes into the projections too. It's like Cortland Sutton's going to be top five this year in stats. He's going to be up there, bro. I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't yeah. fucking doubt it. How much time we got, Dirk? Yeah, I think that's yeah, probably it's calling it in. What? He canceled oh, okay. on you. So we're he good. would, bro. Yeah, we're good. I mean, we're still toward the end of our stuff, anyways. Like, it's not a big deal. Who want to talk college football? Who? Yeah, I mean, what do you what do you have? Well, is yeah. there anything? What, so, what's going on? Got first weekend for college football. Um, I'm already down 150 dollars. Uh, it lost. It lost bets. <laughs> yeah. So I. So you bet against Purdue? So no, I bet 50 dollars oh. on the uh, West Virginia pit game. West Virginia to cover six and a half points. That's all you needed. Three minutes left. Tie game. And then West Virginia throws a pick six because it hits the guy in the hands, bounces off. No! Pick, drill. pick six with three minutes left, and I lost $50. I would have won $102, I think. And it was, they just had to cover, stay within six and a half points, three minutes left. Tight game. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, we have some big games this week. Uh, Oregon versus Georgia. So Yo. the 11th ranked team and the third ranked team. Okay, that's big. Number two ranked Ohio State versus number five ranked Notre Dame this week. Huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Huge Should game. Good. Yeah. Who do we think is going to win the Georgia Oregon game? I'm I'm picking Georgia. I think Georgia's going to win too. I don't know the program enough. I don't know who their quarterbacks are. I'm Maybe only I, going for Georgia because one so of the Georgia guys that I watch like guy. Oregon has Bo Nix, who was on Auburn. I don't know if you guys who know, yeah. know Bo Nix is. Yeah. yeah I know Bo Nickel. So oh, Bo, Bo Nix is the guy who's kind of like. He'll have that random game against like Toledo on a Thursday <laughs> and he's like 400 yards and five touchdowns. You're like. Why is this guy not high, rated higher? And then the rest of the year is kind of trash. Yeah. Uh, Oregon's pretty good this year. Um, I still think Georgia, even though they've lost a lot of players, though mm. they lost a lot of players. Yeah, we're at, we're over preseason too, huh? Yeah, like, this is the last week of preseason. This, this right? Thursday is first uh, week. This first is week, a bye right? week. That's it. Bye yeah. week, and then Thursday is the first game. And then NFL. It, yeah. Yeah. Woo! yeah. And then wait. full swing. Can't wait till we can start making parlay. Because think about how fun our parlays are going to get. Like, say I pick fighter to win money line and then he picks fucking the broncos to beat this week and then you you know what i mean like it's gonna be fun like the way we're gonna you know what I mean? and then you pick kansas city to get over two rushing touch or whatever you know like mm-hmm. it's gonna be kind of fun to build the parlays like that like i think oh, it's yeah. gonna be fun to mix sports when we do that mm-hmm. one thing you wanted to bring up too uh are we done talking about college football too oh yeah just what one, else is there one more thing to mention was just that today they voted on expanding the college football uh, college football playoffs so for the last few years it's been four teams and until 2026, I think you guys said, uh, it'll still be four teams. But then they're expanding to 12 teams. Wow. Be lit. That's a big fucking Huge. change. Do we know if there's going to be a buy? Do we know? We don't uh, know so any. So I think there's going to be buy. I assume because when they were talking in the lead up, there would be buys like That would make conference sense. Winners. If you have four buys, then you would have eight teams go against each other. <laughs> yeah. See, so I, I like that. I kind of like It I makes it more interesting. I think it's too many. Really? I Why? I, I think four was just that was way too little, but yeah. I think eight. I, should, agree. I think eight yeah. should have been the I perfect agree. number. Mm-hmm. I think what makes college football so awesome is that if you lose a game, you're more likely than not out of it. Like I out of the playoffs, it's now, more risky. 
now it's like less games risky. are less less important. They're still important, but like I mean, teams like Notre Dame are going to get in every I, every year. Alabama. I, on the inverse year. of that, yeah. I think it's going to be better because teams won't be scared to schedule tough opponents because they won't be scared to lose. Yeah, and I think that'll make better regular season. Mm-hmm. And also, like we can see these underdog teams, like um, what was the team a couple years ago that. Uh, they're not. It's not the Alabama. It's not the Clemson. But those guys, they can get a chance if they're in the playoffs. Like Cincinnati yeah. last year. Cincinnati last year. Let's say they get hot at the right time in the playoffs. They have a chance to win the national championship. Mm-hmm. Like you know, they had to go against Alabama and they got fucked because they got put to the four seed against the one seed. You know what I mean? Like I think it just allows for more smaller colleges to have a chance of winning right. a championship. Yeah, so I, agree. I think. And for me, I like that. I agree. And like. Segwaying off what Josh was saying, a lot of people complained that like when we were getting four teams, they were like, "Like this is messed up. Like why not eight? Why not more?" Well, like a lot of people forget that the BCS national championship game used to be the two teams they like the one versus the two, and that yep. was our championship no matter what. Now we got the one versus the four, the two versus the three. Mm-hmm. So which is better? I, I agree that twelve could be a little too much because like I made the joke um, when I was talking about this in the car. I'm like. So now UCF is going to be in the playoffs every year because they they win a lot. You know what I'm saying? But like strength yeah. of schedule is going to start coming into consideration. But I agree with what you said. The next time we get that that Goldilocks year of a school that no one saw coming, and whether they they even whether they do the damn thing or not, they just have like a Fab Five moment where they go far, and everyone remembers that school from that moment on. Like the NCAA basketball tournament, that one there yeah, was St. Peter's. Exactly, everyone remembers them now. So like. That will that will echo hugely for recruiting mm-hmm. because like imagine if you're like if your goal is to go to play college football every college football player wants to go play for a winning program with the exception of some who kind of know where they stand you know what I'm saying so like this is gonna like let's face it the um w- like LSU came onto the scene they've always been a decent school in the SEC but like Joe Burrow put them on the map now everyone kind of fucks with them you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying so recruitment's gonna go up this is gonna be huge. I'm curious who the next Goldilocks year team we're going to get is because that's what that's how I look at those. Like, mm-hmm. are you a powerhouse program who's going to keep coming to these playoffs every year? Maybe not. Like, is Cincinnati going to retain a playoff spot? Who knows? You know what I'm saying? They did lose quite a few guys, but the fact is we're talking about them. Yeah. This is going to give them that platform that's huge. 12 teams could get meddlesome because think about it. Like, Tom Brady and the bye week in the playoffs is going to be Nick Saban from now on. He's just gonna get that bye week every year because everyone's gonna be like, it's it's they could, Alabama could lose a regular season game, and they would still get that bye week. You know what I mean? Because that's the 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 most dynastic college football team I can think of at the moment. Yeah, I think it's better for the viewer. I think it's better for way better. um, More money, more games. Is it too many teams? Maybe. I think you know going to six or eight would have been a little bit better. I agree. You know than, you know tripling the number of teams that you have going to the playoffs, but. I'm I'm all for it. I think they were going to go that way eventually, mm-hmm. but I think you should have take taken steps instead of one huge step, just taking incremental steps. Yeah. I think at the end years. of the day, it's better than four. So yeah, for sure, I totally agree. You know, yeah. Mm. Lit. To put a bow on that, you brought up Serena Williams before we started. Yeah, so Serena should we talk Williams, about that a little bit. Yeah, so Serena Williams, who I assume everybody has, is the greatest female athlete of all time. I mean, I put a future on her to win the not this U.S. Open, but the competition before right so she, she lost first round <laughs> she upset the second seeded uh i think she's like 24 year old uh tennis player kind of upset nobody thought what happened to advance in the u.s open oh so, and she's doing the damn thing right dude. yeah she's like dominating again it's kind of awesome just watching it because you're seeing like an aging you know god superstar performing at that level again one last time so i kind of wanted to 
spread out the question. <laughs> <laughs> she, she deserved it bro. She deserved it bro she She's up fucking up the Big Bear thing <laughs> So I kind of just wanted to <laughs> Ask here. the question all of you uh, If you had to put your Mount Rushmore of greatest athletes Of Ooh. all time Oh shit that's a good question What would you have Male, female, any sport Oh my god Greatest athletes of all time Um, So the first two that I can say without hesitating Is easily Tom Brady and Michael Jordan I think that's Mount Rushmore for that's, football That's, that's Mount good. Rushmore that's for basketball good, yeah. Um, Michael Jordan's definitely in my Mount Rushmore. Um, are you talking best decorated athlete or like just if you're saying who, I think overall, who are, like okay, here's my you would consider the greatest. Yeah, just Mount so Rushmore. You would def- yeah, yeah, who's your greatest athlete? You can define athlete wow. however you so please. But this like, is hard. Like if I, if some aliens came down to Earth and said like, what's your greatest? Uh, what's your greatest specimens athletically of all time? I'd be like Prime MJ, Prime like Tom Brady because of between the ears like. If you're talking females, it's Serena Williams, not even close. So I kind of have my top four. I have Tom Brady and Michael Jordan. I have Serena Williams. And I think that last spot for me is between Usain Bolt and Michael Phelps. Whoa. I was gonna. I was kind of thinking about throwing Michael Phelps in there, but it's kind of hard because Michael he's Phelps is the most decorated Olympic athlete he is. of all time. Like, yeah, and you can't deny that. Usain Bolt's like the fastest man ever. Like, ever. Yeah. I think for my lot for me that last spot's between those two. I'm gonna definitely throw Michael Jordan Tom Brady in there. I mean you have you have you to. have to. Especially being an American, like yeah. I born and raised American, um, like American football. Tom Brady has to be up there. Michael Jordan has to see, be up to there. me Tom Brady isn't athletic. Like he's I s that's fair. He's the that's goat. A, that, no, hold on, hold on. I mean he, he has the goat resume. I could I that is fair. But that's he's fair. not the most talented quarterback. That's a fact. He's Fair. just so fucking smart. Fair. The most winningest, though. Yeah. And that's what's great about this. Are we this, talking like, most winningest conversation? Or most is like, it's completely up to each person right. and kind of like how you define it. And then, like, yeah, Tom Brady may not be, you know, you yeah. might not consider him athletic. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it, you may, like, throw in, like, Lionel Messi or, you know, whoever. So I was so, going to say um, uh, Wayne Gretzky. Dude, this is hard. Wayne Gretzky. Uh, you got to I mean, put Wayne Gretzky in there. Do we watch hockey, though? I, like, I got, the, that's the hardest sport to have a, a long career and be good in because you're getting beat Being a definitive up. greatest ever at that one sport is kind of crazy. Yeah, and no one's disputing is. that. Yeah. My, I got my four. Go ahead. Bo Jackson. No, no specific order. Bo Jackson. Um, LeBron James. Uh, Calvin LeBron's Johnson. in there. Yeah, just but, this is athleticism. He's talking about athleticism. Athletic okay. Pure athlete. Pure athlete. Okay. Pure athlete. Um, Megatron. So those three. And then I'll throw woman in there. I'll throw Serena Williams in there. God, he shook his head so hard when <laughs> he yeah, said like, that. Uh, knee. I'll like, throw a woman in there, I guess. Yeah. You know, Title nine. Yeah. Like, I don't so, want to be a sister. <laughs> so um, Serena Williams is definitely the female goat as far as like athletics go. But like. When you get into that whole, like, some people refuse to put women in their Mount Rushmore, not because of it's a sexist take, but because, like, like, take, for example, like, Megan Rapinoe in the U.S. women's um, national soccer team. They they ran a scrimmage against, like, a high school 15-year-old soccer team, and they got got. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, if you're going to go pound for pound, which is where Winston's coming from, he's, he's coming from pound for pound athletes. Like, they yeah. play in any era. They're freaks. Like, no one's denying. Like, if they did a combine in their prime, they're shitting on everybody. Like... Yeah, That's what going, he's saying. If you're going on physical ability, then yeah, it would make sense to not have Serena Williams in there. Like I'm going by greatness. He's, yeah, he's talking kind of combination of all of it. That's why yeah. I have Serena Williams in there because I think without Facts. a doubt she is head and shoulders, knees above any other female athlete of all time. Like four gold, Olymp- four gold medals in the Olympics. Oh, all the Grand Slams. Like she's, she's the best. Yeah, I'm going to Venus. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, she was the more talented. Did you she watch that? She was younger. King Richard. I did. Yeah, great movie. She's yeah, beaten her good. more than any other woman, so she has the most wins against Damn. the goat. Yeah, I have a big problem 
uh, not even really a problem, but I'm having trouble with my Mount Rushmore just because I have a debate of putting John Jones in there. Um, he deserves it. That's fair. He, I mean, if we're talking sport to sport, mm-hmm. athlete to athlete. That's the GOAT. Who's, who's the better athlete? John Jones. So it's, it makes it hard because we have PED use in there. We have uh, UFC being such a new sport in there. Mm-hmm. Like, can we really? I mean, Michael Jordan his was already a GOAT before UFC was even but a thing. But it's yours. So it's whatever you it's Exactly. Think, so, so it's me. Yeah. So that's why I kind of uh, – John, I want to say probably like if we're talking the sports that mean the most to me and the ghosts that mean the most to me, probably Michael Jordan, uh, Tom Brady – John Jones. I'm having trouble on this fourth one though because there's so many choices. Mm-hmm. I'm very heavy heavy uh, into combat sports. I want to throw a Mike Tyson in there. I want to throw a Muhammad Ali in there. I want to, you know what I mean? It's really hard for me. I want to throw Michael Phelps in there because right. I mean, uh, you can't argue greatness when it comes to the, the the top of the top of sports, the Olympics. Yeah, I think if you're going That's just the on best in the world. If you're going just on physical ability, I think it kind of cuts a lot of people out. But if you're just going on greatness, like that brings greatness. in people from all sports. Like Michael Phelps, everybody like, probably not gonna you know out athletic a lot of other athletes in mm. other sports, but like greatness fourth. alone, you know, it's I have my yeah. fourth Sean White. Mm. Sean White because I love snowboarding so much. Yeah, he is my greatest snowboarder. My my he he's <laughs> one of the guys that got me into the sport. Um, dude competed in uh, a lot of different competitions for not only snowboarding but skateboarding too so, which which kind of covers my extreme sports love like I, I, a lot of you guys know me like i grew up uh, not doing team sports i'm an extreme sports lover like mm-hmm. i did a lot of different things water skiing snowboarding uh longboarding uh the, 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 the combat sports like the the fucking list goes on so i would probably want to throw him in there too and i wish I, mount rushmore had more than four people yeah. <laughs> right. it's kind of hard to really like like right, kind of yeah. content because I want to throw a Phelps in there. I want to throw Serena Williams in there. I want to throw honorable mentions. I want to throw LeBron James in there. But like I want to. She's it's on hard. The, she's on the female Mount Rushmore though. Yeah, I mean we can't. Mount Rushmore should be considered male female too because it's all sports. It's, it's sports. Yeah, but I don't and know. It, it's it's, it's, it's a hard question. Fuck. This is a very subjective yeah. hard question. <sighs> I don't know about my fourth, but I know a definite three: John Jones, Tom Brady. Michael Jordan and Tom Brady's might have might maybe an iffy one because that I mean again NFL it's been American football has been around a long time to where it's been at now how big it is now it hasn't been that big that that's long. why for me I have uh, my four Tom Brady MJ Serena Michael Michael Phelps, Phelps are the greatest like Athletes. without a doubt at their specific sport I see you their resumes are same with Sean White that's why I kind of threw yeah. Sean White in there too because like name another name another I, yeah. can you. Yeah, they're you ghosts. Can't. And like, mine is definitely like American, like American based. So American like, based. Yeah, I do have. If someone's watching this in like it, Spain right, yeah. or Brazil, or they're probably think we're tripping right it, now because yeah. it's Nadal and I mean, there's so many. It's difficult yeah. to like quantify who's the goats because you're constantly like, like some people have had more impressive things that they've accomplished in their careers, but you you question the level of competition. You know what I mean? Like yeah. last week we talked about is Kayla Harrison. A female goat, but she fights cans. You yeah. can't, you can't call yourself you that when you fight cans. So, like this, and I'm not insinuating anyone we've named had any cans in their career. I'm saying it's what do you value more in what they accomplished? Do you and know that what I mean? Could be something against Tom Brady because Tom Brady football is only an American sport. Yeah, so that's like, it. He's the greatest American at an American sport. Yeah. But you can say Michael Phelps 
most decorated Olympian of all time. All time. Serena, 20, or, over 20 fucking yeah. medals. Serena dude. Williams, the greatest female athlete regardless of country. Yeah. Like Michael Jordan and Tom Brady, you can kind of say like that's throw, just a very We can honestly American throw Floyd thing. in there too. Right. I, yeah. We can throw is, Floyd Mayweather. Here's why I, I was waiting for someone to say the reason I didn't want to put a boxer in there. Because there's a lot of prolific boxers we can name, like Mike Tyson, Muhammad Ali. And it's Ali, a corrupt. Floyd. It's one of the but, most corrupt sports. But boxing, like boxing, is one of the only sports. Like imagine, like the football analogy for boxing would be like if let's say you're the Patriots and every year you play like Detroit, fucking the Browns. You know what I mean? Like the Texans, Jacksonville. Like you play all of the notoriously worst teams because you're cherry picking your teams. That's that's boxing. Boxing, you your level of competition, it's hard because like you could think of like Floyd was you, a cherry picking motherfucker. Some too. people will say like Muhammad Ali because he was the most prolific boxer. He transcended the sport, and no one yeah. can take that away from him. I want to put him, but in he my, wasn't Rocky Marciano, and Rocky Marciano went forty nine and zero at heavyweight, but, or like a uh, Julio Cesar Chavez like, senior who like, went. Fuck. And like I wanted to, I want to reference. Um, I want to reference Tyson Fury because he's my favorite heavyweight of all Tyson time. Fury. But Tyson Fury yes. didn't box in an era that had like Sonny Liston, George Foreman, Mike Tyson. You know what I mean? Like Evander Holyfield. So like, it, yeah, everyone is constantly a. You could, you're either like a, like Tom Brady has had three. He's he has three Hall of Fame careers in three different. Motherfucker go like this, bro. Like, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So like that's why it's Super Bowl. Like, regardless of how athletic he is, it's his resume is just so undeniable. I would argue that Tom Brady is the greatest, resume-wise, the greatest American sports hero of all time. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about that. Bring John Jones back into this. See, well, the thing is... Resume. We're, we're talking I resume. I can't... We're I can't, talking 15 see, again, I can't, there's no championships. Qu- no quantification that I could come up with will equivalent to either's accomplishments, but what I can say is he had more... Like, John Jones had an unconscious adversity, and he fought 25 minutes at a time. Brady... F- Played an hour game sixteen times a year, and he's he's been the best. He's been the that best to lead a team seven times, and on it's two different, different a team as opposed to so a single. And, that, and that's sport. that's my yeah. that's, that's me adding um, value to those variables. And I, I agree with you because I, I mean I have Tom Brady on my list, but I think like kind of like going off that like what goes in John Jones' favor is like football is an American sport, MMA is a worldwide Global. sport, so. You have kind of have to. You can also give a little bit more to the athletes who compete in sports that are worldwide. Worldwide. So now, this is completely. a good question to kind of decipher this. Do you think anyone will beat John Jones' record of title defenses or titles? No. It's gonna be a long time. It's gonna be a it's long time. It's gonna be a long time. You don't time. think anyone will? So here's. I mean, we had a Kamara Usman who was close to the second place guy who had to have fifteen. Like John Jones has more title fight wins than Khabib had fights in the UFC. And people gave which is, Khabib the GOAT title. And Khabib, and they, you're giving him the GOAT pound. title because he's undefeated. But, I mean, I don't know. It's so, it's hard. It's and hard because we're talking a different era. We're ta- He fought at 205. He, Most dangerous There's so, so many class. variables. I, I think the UFC is such a young sport. I think someone will break that. In my opinion, I could see Probably. it. I could see I could it. be but wrong the, because it's, it's so, so hard no, to be dude. so deluded. Kamaro was but, the closest, and there's no one even near Kamaro. Really? So we're gonna have to wait some years. We just, but when it happens, if it happens, are we gonna look at it and say like, like, yo, so John Jones fought like, like destroyed like Leota Machida, Rampage Jackson. There's so many Sean, names. Our Sugar Rashad, like he, everybody, everyone that he beat was like killers, top of like, the top. And the reason I compared like. John Jones, I agree, his risk to his, like, legacy, not necessarily his legacy overall, but his risk per competition bout is, his, like, he, he could really hurt his own legacy every time he steps into that cage, where Tom Brady, 
he it's not the same to where like Tom Brady doesn't like loses in the first round of the playoffs. We're all going to look past it because of all what he's done. John, like MMA, you're only as good as your last fight. So is I basically think because what Winston was saying, like it's so young of a league and mm-hmm. sport. Thirty years from now, we could be looking at the guys that John Jones competed against, or even John Jones, be like, those guys are nothing compared, compared to, the to this guy out there now. Currently, and like in favor of Tom Brady, like Tom Brady's playing in the salary cap era, so it's a completely different league than it, it used different. to be. It's I think it, it's possible. It may never change, but it's possible 30 years from now we could be saying, oh, the guys John Jones fought against are nothing compared to these fighters. That's today. true. I think we're going to look My, at that. It, like, it could go both ways. Bill Russell was right. playing basketball against guys smoking cigarettes on the fucking bench. Like, I think that could be what we see from MMA. That could like, have, like, bringing that up, though, but fighters, br- bringing right. that up, though, this is a John Jones <laughs> that was railing, hitting fat rails off of strippers' butts and then right, going yeah. in the next day yeah. and winning a title youngest, fight. Youngest um, UFC champion of all time. Of all time. 23. Partying hard the weekend oh, before yeah. Oh, yeah. his fight. And I mean, w- w- Name another fucking athlete that does that. I don't know. I mean, I can't. I, I can mean, name. I can name some. But go no, ahead. Hold on. Go name ahead, someone though. who does that and Not never great. and Michael never loses. And never Michael, loses. Michael Jordan. Yeah. Michael I don't Jordan. think he was doing the John Jones thing. Michael Jordan. Hey, he went. He was too in love with winning, dude. No. I don't think he was doing the John he, Jones thing. He was. He was getting drunk off his ass like in Vegas night, night before the game. Dude, night before really? The game. Damn, I didn't know that. Dude, Watch that's the, crazy. The last dance. If you've, seen I haven't seen. And I was the only one probably in here that has seen. I think like I don't know many other athletes that are like. John Jones and MJ because MJ was they're kind of the same same basket, same basket. Whether like they love, I didn't know that they love that, but they're like, I can go get fucked up and like do whatever I want the night before because I know I'm gonna bring my best. But okay, bringing that in, John Jones, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan was a wolf among sheep, right? Right. I mean, that's an argument that people make. Yeah. John Jones was a wolf amongst fucking an orca, amongst a fucking hippo, amongst a fucking jaguar, amongst a fucking like he was fighting. The top of the top, the epitome of the epitome. Was Michael Jordan facing lesser competition than John Jones? I think there's an argument that the league is better today than it was when Michael Jordan was running levels. Like the amount of talent in the league today is. You can say the same for the UFC too. Yeah, correct. You really can. Yeah, Yeah. this is a good conversation. I think Tom Brady. I don't think anyone. Grilling it back to that. I don't think anyone is going to get more than six. No one's. No one's. I don't think think anyone is doing that. Yeah. Salary cap era. No quarterbacks had more than two. Yeah, exactly. In the in this era, and I like that. I like that you put it like that. But it's a team sport, so that is you know have to take you have to take that for what it is. I just I had defense could go crazy for fucking how many years and then just taking. Yeah, it was the perfect storm of the greatest quarterback of all time and the greatest head coach of all time, just being together for their entire career. And then eventually hating each other and moving apart. So I just had a weird epiphany about why, no matter what, I don't think John Jones' record will ever be shattered. It could be beaten in numbers, but it won't be shattered. Um, Are we not forgetting that John Jones is the only man, basically, basically the only man, to truly better Daniel Cormier. And Daniel Cormier is the greatest light heavyweight. DC! Hold on. John Jones. Oh, man, DC I is the, about that. DC is yep. the greatest light heavyweight, not, not named John Jones of all time. DC Ever. at 205 will beat any man alive in his prime form, not Ever. named John Jones. So, like, the reason I was saying that, because, like, they could be better on average, but, like, oh let's take God. current light heavyweight champ, Yuri. If Yuri beats Glover in the rematch and goes on to retain the light heavyweight belt for 15 or 14 or 13 more bouts... We don't know who he's going to fight 13 fights from now because they're not even on the market yet. Like, John Jones had former 
Like I don't know. I just remember. And I brought this up. I just the reason I let brought me, that let back. Me hit, so, let me hit him through. You I just you. I just brought it back because I just remembered like that level of like Brady beat like Mahomes in a Super Bowl. That was the equivalent of DC losing to John Jones. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you have the the greatest, and then you have the assumed next greatest, and like we all saw who prevailed. So like I guess not. I, not trying to reel away from comparing the two between Tom Brady and John Jones, but remembering that he had the better of the DC saga, I knocked think, him out. Fuck, he's definitely it's if, like Tom crazy. Brady versus Peyton Manning. Exactly. It's, it's, yeah, this it's is so hard to compare. Top of the t- Brady's still on my Mount Rushmore, and John Jones isn't. But John Jones is the best pound for pound combat athlete ever. In ever a, in a fight, in a betting money fight, John Jones would win every fight. I, I think of all time. <laughs> Let, let's go over who I kind of wanted to go over who all John Jones has beat because that's the thing. Like we can kind of go over all these athletes, but the, the 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 level of competition. I mean, it's just hard for me to really fathom and compare it to other sports because being such a combat sports lover, like this is a big deal to me because of the right. names that are on this list. Like it's crazy. These are the people that John Jones has beat: Dominic Reyes, Tiago Santos, Anthony Smith, Alexander Gustafson, twice, d- twice. Daniel Cormier, twice. Ovin St. Pru, Alexander Gavison again. I mean, we already said it. Chael Sonnen, Vitor Belfort, Rashad Evans, Leota Machida, Quentin Rampage Jackson, Shogun Hua, Ryan Bader, Vladimir uh, Modushenko, Brandon Vera. Uh, I mean, technically, John Jones lost to Matt Hamill, but John Jones was destroying Matt Hamill in that fight, ultimately losing a, uh, a DQ. And then Jake O'Brien, Stefan Bonner, Andre Guzmao. So like it's just the level of competition is intense. Every fighter you named it's on intense. that list, with the exception of like four, is either a, I would say three. Well, yeah, I think three. Every single one of them was either UFC champ or current Bellator champ slash former Bellator double champ or former one FC like double champ. No, like, as a UFC crazy. fan who's like a, probably I would say a little bit higher than like a casual. Like I recognize like. 90% of them. You're right. Like, it's crazy. It's great. And that's something to consider. Even though it is a new sport and it hasn't been, I mean, because football has been around for 100 years at yeah. least, right? Uh, if we're talking greatness to greatness, but then considering age to age, yeah. UFC and MMA and combat sport, or I mean, I would just say MMA, has a better start than any other sport that we've named. It's yeah. only like 20 some years old. It's only been legal in New York for like four years. Where are we going to be at 100 years old? You know what I mean? Is it going to be the best sport in, in the years, world? In 100 years, we're going to be dead, player. I mean, we're going to – none of us will be here, but, like, where would the sport be? Yeah. I think 100 years from now, sports that are, like – Dana like, White will probably be written down as a legend. Physical contacts, I think those are going to kind of – What happened? Say that. I, well, I just think, like, you were talking about, like, 100 years from now, like, yeah. what sport would be. I think, personally, I think uh, just kind of like how the world is going with, like, with safety issues and everything – I think probably damn he's seeing we're turning puss. Highly <laughs> physical sports are probably going to kind of weed out. I don't think so. I, I think, don't think in combat. I, I, I don't think, think combat sports. Fighting, these are modern day gladiators. I think fighting will always be at our but at our you, center. But yeah. do you think? I agree. But do you think like kind of like there's that stupid movie like Real Steel or something like that? Don't you think like it'll probably be like robots fighting or something like that? Like a hundred years from now? I don't think we would attach ourselves to that. I re- have they already have battle sports. bots, and no one gives a fuck about that. Yeah, but I'm like, if you're like having like full size robots like boxing in a ring, if they're really cool. My yeah. thing is, I think we would still be more. I mean, it sounds me, really silly, if you ask but... me. I'm more attached to the people, bro. Oh, like, I, I don't want. Too, I don't yeah. care about robots I'm fighting. I'm gonna fuck grandchildren like, though. Like, what are they gonna care about? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. That's yeah. true. It's crazy. Mean, it's crazy to see where we're yeah. gonna be. We'll see. 
I mean, I think in 50 years we're going to look back on this time and be like, the competition wasn't as great as it was. But that's every single sport it happens. It happened in basketball. Yeah. We said yeah. about MJ, and that was 20 years ago. So long. 30, yeah. You know, 20, 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's going to be, so, like, we're seeing, like, dunks now where it's, like, it was a shock to see it, like, 30 years from now. There's yeah. going to be, like, fights and, and stuff. there's like, something like that in every game now. Yeah, and and we're going to, it's going to be in the fighting game, too. We're, like, you know, like, oh, like. Oh, the yeah. fight game is. These, these fights and, like, moves that we see, we're, like, how did they even pull that off? It's going to be, like, like, happening every weekend, like, every fight. It already is, kind of. Yeah. Like, it's, I'm fucking so blown away every weekend. expanding as athletes get better, as the technique gets better, and it's. And, as we draw more athletes towards MMA, because yeah. MMA is not the first so sport people go to. Yeah. They go in other countries. They go to soccer in America. Facts. They go to football and, and basketball. That's, that's how it is in soccer in the United States too. It's like now it's starting to get better because now we're starting to get because it is like as like in the last twenty years probably like back to the physical thing. Like parents are kind of like having not wanting their kids to play football. Now they're kind of like go play baseball and go play go soccer. Play the so now sports. the athletes in baseball and soccer are getting a lot better over the last like fifteen makes years. Sense. Yeah, it reminds me of and that. Now, it might be in UFC too. Sorry. One thing I noticed: none of us had a baseball Mount Rushmore. Pete Rose. So base. No, I'm just baseball, <laughs> baseball is just really hard. Like I'm a huge baseball fan. I'm, I mean, I'm probably the biggest baseball fan in your. I, I would say you are sure. um, definitely. So you came in with a Rockies hat. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> no, baseball is definitely like a niche sport now. But it's it's hard because there's no clear cut. Like there's a clear cut number one of all time in every sport, pretty much. Baseball is not because there was the entire steroid era. Yeah, like to me, Barry Bonds is the greatest baseball player of all time, and like that's blasphemy to older generations. Dude, and that's because Barry Bonds was on a Hall of Fame trajectory before he took steroids, and he just took he took steroids to keep up with Mark McGuire and the other guys, and he was still the best at it after steroids. Mm -hmm. So it's like. I say let everybody do steroids. Fuck it. Older generations have like you know Joe DiMaggio and. Uh, Babe Ruth and stuff but it's like mm. those, like Babe Ruth Babe Ruth was an overweight guy that's just the guy who yeah the Negro Leagues were integrated and everything so it's like I mean can't really play. I think a yeah. big huge baseball my baseball goat even though I couldn't wouldn't compare him to anybody would probably be there was a cliche they say why do the Yankees always win not because of just money of course but they said because of Mickey Mantle He's one of the greatest hitters of all time. I have a Mickey Mantle rookie Shout card. Shout out Mickey Mantle. Mickey Mantle rookie card that's in a safety deposit box. Because when I pulled that damn card, my parents knew what I had. Yeah. That's fire. Yeah. It's just, good it's, card. it's hard with baseball because now, especially the way it shifted, like pitchers are better than they ever were. Ever been. Pitchers now are more. No hitters It's all still the time. rare to get guys that throw 100 miles an hour, but it happens a lot more often than it used to be. And hitting now has become, there's like. Uh, utility guys who they're just to get on base like everybody else just wants to hit home runs so they're hitting either hitting home runs or they're striking out so it's kind of it's baseball's in a weird spot right now mm. and that's why it's hard to find you know put one in the Mount Rushmore because it's very subjective who the greatest baseball player is of all time because yeah. of steroids yeah because of the steroids and baseball screams racism no, no, I'm just kidding. That's where we end. That's exactly. where we end on. Yes. Right here. This has been Sport Champs episode 10. Um, I kind of want to end with this, though. End it right here, bro. Thank you guys for joining Sport Champs episode 10. Kind of wanted to get a little outro for this one, so I did it. Thank you guys for joining us. Do not forget to hit subscribe, okay? Thank you guys so much. I hope you guys enjoyed episode 10. Enjoy the fights and enjoy the rest of these sports. Have a good night.